Boom. Boom. Hello and welcome to episode number 17. Ooh, you always start out like currently titled what? I that's oh. everyone. <laughs> welcome. This is my welcome. When people come up to my door. I normally throw out something like this, you know, but I can't like I can't well, throw you else else that, you know, I can't give you the like handshake or nothing. So But now you do realize you gotta do that every time now. Every time. Every, okay. All right. <laughs> if you don't do it, I'm gonna be mad. Alright. That's all right. Alright, man. We're gonna take the repercussions, man. But uh this is episode number seventeen of the uh currently titled shoot show, Where's My Super Suit? Yeah. Um the <laughs> eventually we're gonna be the show formerly known as Where's My Super Suit because uh we probably will be changing names down the road, but oh, not good. right away. It's um, all good. You know, we are your true believers, uh, Phony Toast, and... Test one. You didn't say the toast with the most. I did, I'm, trying to throw, I'm trying to throw, You're like, different, like, different... Well, I'm, like, true believer status now, man. True believer. I'm believing, right? We're, so, we're believers, not we're believers. believers. Not, not, no, not believers, all right? First things first, though. Um, rest in peace to the king. Rest in peace to the god. Rest, rest in peace, man. Um, rest in peace to Prince. We let's lost get, a legend this past week. Uh, a musical icon. And I think it's... Personally, I think it's sad. Mm-hmm. Because music today sucks so badly. Really? And he was such a great artist, <laughs> you know, yeah. that defined, you know, I mean, defined a generation. Yeah. You know. I mean, a lot of people, I see a lot of people throwing shade at Prince because that's just the cool thing to do now. Let's keep it 1,000% honest. A lot of you motherfuckers are here because of Prince. <laughs> Think about it. Yep. You're here because of Prince. Show respect. Yeah. Okay, know, uh, your mama gave in when doves cried. Okay, <laughs> your, your mama got fucked to a prince song. <laughs> Purple rain when doves cried. She was in choice. the back of a little red Corvette. Make a choice. My mother is, but all our moms were fucked at least one time in their life to a prince song. Yeah. And and I would throw the dice up at least one out of every four of those times. Oh, the one of those every four parents you were conceived because mm. of this. So yep. pay homage. Yep. Your to mama, God. your mama and daddy went to a Prince concert. If he didn't do that, he had no chance. Okay. <laughs> no, we're for real. He had to. Back in the days, I think one of the funniest things. Look at how niggas dress in the eighties. The toughest niggas in the world were wearing blouses, nigga, <laughs> and like had long ass hair and wore platform heels. Hey, they did their hair harder than the females they was with. Nigga, <laughs> nigga. Prince is probably the only artist in existence. You can't say nothing about him. What are you gonna say? Oh, he look like a bitch. Yeah, but he fucked your bitch too. Oh, well, <laughs> he look like a bitch. Say. You on the, you over here talking to me, and that nigga in the other room fucking your. That's bitch. what That's I'm saying. It it's like exactly how Prince was the type of dude. He took your old chick. You just gotta let that go. <laughs> it's like, nigga, that's Prince. <laughs> hey, look, shit happens, all right? Like, shit happens, Prince. you know? And if you say, yeah, that nigga look like a bitch, yeah, but he take your girl and he looks like a bitch, so what's that make you? <laughs> and the motherfucker, you be like, all right, well, you ain't that talented, you know? You got your little thing. The motherfucker play every damn instrument. Every. And you take that motherfucker into freaking... <laughs> Music class, and he'll be like, "I can play this. I can play mm-hmm. this. I can play this. I can play. I can play that seventeen different ways." Yes. Like, that you didn't even understand. The man and, was the truth, man, yeah. and he was a genuine dude. Like he spoke up about shit that you know he believed in. He never like you know you didn't catch him in bullshit. Yeah, ninety percent no. of the time because you know, he didn't do drama with motherfuckers. He stayed away from shit. Like you notice, there's not a lot of Prince interviews. There's not a lot of them. Because in the fact that dude's been doing this for 30, almost going on 40 plus years, yep. there's not a lot of 
of music, of interviews of him. And the reason why is because he was really a personable person. Like, he didn't really like human beings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he always spoke out. One thing I've always loved about Prince, he was like, I think he was the first celebrity to say on live TV, Black Lives Matter. Like, people were scared to say that. Because they're like, oh, we don't want to lose people. Prince didn't give a fuck. Like, yep. nigga, I'm Prince. Prince is that talented. I ain't gonna lose no fucking body. I'm gonna like, have I don't give a shit. I'm gonna make 35,000 more fans just by speaking, motherfucker. Seriously, Prince was the only mm-hmm. artist in existence who would do a show at a place like, let's say, Oakland, the Oakland Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Not promoted at all. Uh. He won't promote it. Do it two days in a row. Sell tickets 300 a pop. And would sell out both days. Yeah. Without <laughs> like it question. Was nothing. Without like it question. was nothing. And people are like, oh, he never, he never, he didn't sell albums when he died. He didn't have to. <laughs> when you're selling to. out arenas at three hundred dollar yeah. pop, nigga, you with short need... notice, with yeah. no notice, with no advertising, notice. no nothing. There's people. Oh shit, Prince tickets. Motherfucker will advertise for you. You see a motherfucker see some Prince tickets on sale, they're calling everybody they know. Yes. Because you he didn't have to when you're Prince. You didn't have to. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, I'm Prince. I'm coming. I, I feel like performing in Oakland tomorrow. And Oakland will shut shit down. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, yo, Oakland, yo, Prince is coming here. They will sell out in minutes. It, it was nothing. Yep. It was nothing. Sorry, we canceled the Adele concert. Uh, yeah. Prince is coming. So, yeah, yeah uh, Prince is coming. So we moved. Fuck we moved whatever you're doing. Actually, I can't say Adele like a Drake or some bullshit about it. Like I would even say Adele. <laughs> Adele would be like, no, let Prince go. Yeah. Like, Adele would be like, no. That's nah. fine. That's fine. <laughs> oh, that's Prince? All right, well. You can bump me the next week. Just put me <laughs> in a nice Prince? hotel. Oh, that's That'd weird. You see, and the cool thing about Prince, I like, I like how Prince was the king of shade. If he didn't like someone or like something, he had no problem telling you like one thing I learned and that's one of the coolest things I'm, I'm not gonna say it's cool that he died but a lot of people are opening about Prince because originally they wouldn't do it in respect for him because he didn't like to do that mm-hmm. and um I didn't know that Bad by Michael Jackson was supposed to be his yeah Bad by Michael Jackson was supposed to be his and they even wanted to they asked him to be in the music video yeah instead of Wesley Snipes yeah and, and he was like I didn't want to do the song he said because the he said the first word, the first it's line mine, is your yeah. butt is mine. And he's like, who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> and you got to understand something about Prince people that didn't know. He's Jehovah's Witness. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah he, was raised, he was raised, he was raised extremely that. religious. He was raised extremely. Like, you know Jehovah's Witnesses, they don't do shit. Which is mm-hmm. one of the main reasons why Prince, you never saw him out in clubs. You never saw him do shit. He was raised Jehovah's Witness. So yeah. to him... He was like, nigga, I'm just singing. I'm going back to the house. <laughs> it's funny, though, because they got a lot of stories where people were like, yeah, you know, uh, Prince took me. Prince Prince invited me back to his house. Uh-huh. And none of the stories are like, Prince invited me back to his house and it was some crazy sex party and nothing mm-hmm. crazy like that. It's always, he invited me back to his house and the motherfucker played from like 2 a.m. after the concert uh-huh. to like 7 a.m. <laughs> like he just got up there with the band. He had other people, like musicians that he invited over and they just played mm-hmm. all fucking night because mm-hmm. He loved music like he that much. He was all much. about it, man. Just, he did his thing. Yeah, I mean, the motherfucker was an instrument. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit. You were telling me <laughs> about that Billy Clapton story. What happened? Yeah, like oh, that? no, Eric Clapton. Oh, Eric Clapton. Um, they were doing Billy an interview Clapton. with... Uh, <laughs> they are doing an interview with Eric Clapton, who's an amazing guitarist. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. He is no very well known for being an amazing guitarist. And in the interview, they asked him, they were like, you know, how does it feel to know that you are the greatest guitarist, the greatest guitarist in the world? And he said, mm-hmm. I don't know. Ask Prince. That's real shit. That really <laughs> happened. I right? mean, <laughs> that is that is like you hey, look, fucked up. I am sorry. I bow to your greatness, bro. I mean, and no, no reference. He wasn't being interviewed by Prince or any shit like that. You know, it was just, just respect, straight up like, man. no, respect I'm an honest gods. person and respect the guy. That dude, like, I ain't that like dude. Prince, Prince was is that, that dude. dude. Like you, I mean, yeah. I, I got stepkids, and like it's hard to explain to them because they don't get it. They're just like, what's up with this dude? And like, it looks he looks weird to them. Yeah, he's and five like, foot two. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like he was a short ass you know? dude. And I guess he really was good in basketball. Like that wasn't a joke. I mean, everyone's laughing about it with the whole Dave Chappelle skit. But if you Google it, there are pictures of him shooting shots, and he did have a basketball court at his at his estate. Mm-hmm. Like he, there's pictures of him on the cover of like newspapers when he was in high school. They interviewed. I was watching 2020 about it, and uh, right. they interviewed his coach. And his coach was talking about like he was my star fucking player. Like I'm like, dude, was that that was for real? Like the whole I mean, thing. definitely a point guard. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> had to play point guard. I mean, he wasn't no power uh, forward. He was not a shooting guard. Damn sure was. I mean, better. that's probably why he never made it to the NBA. That's what the coach was saying. He said, I honestly think he didn't make it to the NBA because he was short. Like he was a short ass dude, yeah, and he said, "And thank God for it." They're like, "Thank God for it," and then he decided to do music. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he was like really that yeah, good. No, I remember I heard that around like when they were talking about the uh, the uh, what's it called like doing a lot of interviews after the Chappelle show was canceled. Mm-hmm. They were talking to Charlie Murphy, and it was like, "No, nah, man, you talk to my brother Eddie. I mean, we played basketball at Prince. That motherfucker is a bad dude. Yeah. Like it was, you know, we put some." Extra on the story a little bit, but it wasn't putting extra on the fact that motherfucker was schooling people. Yeah, was not a and like other that people, wasn't a joke. <laughs> and other people like were, were confirming it. They're like, "Oh no, Prince is good at basketball." <laughs> it's like that's not a joke. He's like, "I don't know how one hundred percent true that story was, but Prince is good at basketball. Like he's known. Like the people who know him know he's good at basketball." And if you if you listen to other stories about Prince, I'm sure the pancakes part was probably true because the motherfucker would play music till it's fucking breakfast time next yeah. morning. So yeah. I can imagine the motherfucker gonna school you in basketball till it's breakfast the next motherfucking morning. And make you some pancakes. <laughs> Matter of fact, he put that on the cover of one of his songs. He has a song called Breakfast. You can Google this shit. Google this shit for real. It's called Bre- Prince Breakfast Can Wait and the cover is th- and it's real. And the cover is Dave Chappelle dressed as Prince holding a plate of pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> Google it now. If you're just listening to this on SoundCloud or Twitch, whatever, no. Google it now. You'll see that shit. It's Prince. One of the things people said is that Prince also had a real good. He was a funny guy. Like yeah. he had a real good like sense of humor. Like to be a guy like that, you would have to have just a good sense of humor. You gotta right? have a little bit of it. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, actually, no, because there's a lot of people who end up developing complexes, mm-hmm. especially when they get talented. <laughs> And, you know, they developed that kind of, like, I told you so attitude and shit. But they said he never really had that. Oh, shit. Holy yeah. shit. Nigga Thor showing up. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think right now the mighty Thor is outside. <laughs> oh, the son. We got a uh, thunder and shit um, on the outside. It's going up. So, there, he's, like, he's talking about Prince. Prince yeah. up there jamming, boy. He in Valhalla. <laughs> <laughs> he in Valhalla. Jackson up there, boy. Yeah. He got them all dancing up there. But uh, yeah. Prince, one of my favorite things I learned about Prince 
Prince hated this song because the guy was a king of shade. He had no problem telling you about something he didn't like. I love when they asked him what they thought about Michael Jackson's album Bad. And his response, and like what was, well, they only named the album Bad because they didn't want to name it Terrible. <laughs> Damn. I'm like, ah, sick burn, sick burn. But, um, out. Yeah, he was the only artist, matter of fact, that he was the only dude who actually legitimately called out Michael Jackson. Yeah. Continue, like, continue. Other people was like, look, dude, he's he's a king. We're just going to leave it alone. I would never even try to step to his level. I'd be happy to be second. Prince was like, motherfucker, I'm first. I'm first. There right? is no second. I'm first. And until you can step on the motherfucking stage with me, and I will shut your shit down. And he would have, too. <laughs> like, know? it's a beautiful thing. And it's hard to, I mean, it is, it's one of those things where I think that as good as Michael Jackson was mm-hmm. putting on a performance, Prince was a musician. Oh, no. I tell people, you know, there's a big argument going on right now. Who was better, Michael Jackson or Prince? I tell people they were both at the same level, just different pillars. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jackson was a better entertainer, I will say. Yeah, a, better a better dancer. Yeah, he, he put danced, on an yeah. amazing show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But to me, Prince was a better musician because he actually wrote his shit. He actually wrote his shit. He actually composed it. That's like 100% his shit. You know when he, he made his name a symbol? That's because he was one of the first artists. Like, he did everything. Everything was 100% him. So he felt that. Like, nigga, this should be mine. Like, how yeah. is this not mine? Yeah. I'm the one that did everything. <laughs> Back in the days, people weren't doing everything like that. Yeah. Nowadays, it's more common. Back then, it wasn't. Like... There were dudes who were singing, and they had to be in a band. <laughs> just because yeah. the band was creating everything, so they just had to just be like, all right, we're just a if band. If you could Fuck. sing, you probably didn't know how to play the guitar, or you probably didn't know. Like, that was more of a rare thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, yeah, that that the ability to compose, I mean, a lot of Michael Jackson songs, you go through his credits, they're not written by Michael Jackson. Oh, no, 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 no. Quincy Jones did, yeah. like, 90% of his shit, right? Why do you think Quincy Jones is that dude? But at the same time, <laughs> you can also say, Michael Jackson choreographed all his shit. But no, no, you know yeah, man. Michael Jackson I mean, did like his said, dances. Different but, pillars. But Michael Jackson got his from fucking James Brown. So it's like, oh, they shit. both go oh, shit oh, to James shit. Brown. Yeah, like, James Brown, I mean, James Brown come on that, now. Dude. James Brown was... Shout out to Black Panther. Check with both men. <laughs> 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 Have you seen the James Brown movie? Yeah. It's actually pretty good. Like, I was like, wow. That had to suck to get your voice like that. Because they said he had to like scream every day to get his voice just to be like this. Did it good. But speaking of shit like that, the Simone movie's out. See, I already got water. Uh, see, there you do. The new Simone movie's the out. What movie? I know, right? It is oh, Blackface. Blackface, <laughs> Blackface, the resurgence. The movie. Blackface, the resurgence. This, I thought it was the resurgence because we thought we were done with the that The resurgence. We bringing it back. Rebirth. Blackface, rebirth. Blackface, the movie. Um, I love that it's only got a four percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Damn, it got that high? I didn't know that she did that movie before Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? Like, I would have figured it would have been because of Guardians of the Galaxy. Because, see, I figured the logic here was as follows. You were good in Blueface, yeah. Avatar. Yeah. You were good in Greenface. Yeah. Let's do like, you in do, Blackface. Let's do the Blackface. But I guess the movie was done in 2012. Really? It was done. I did some research on it. Because before I drag something to hell, I want to get all my facts. Damn. <laughs> and they um the movie was done in 2012 that's why they were mad at old boy who was in the Selma movie who played um Martin Luther King they're like nigga how you gonna go over Martin Luther King to this oh because 
you did this first because you just needed to get your foot in the door. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He was like, no, 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 no. We did this four years ago. And it was done, and people watched it, and they hated it. And they're like, this movie is not coming out. They're like, the movie's not dropping. It's not coming out. And then, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they're like, all right, we're dropping this movie. <laughs> they're like, we're dropping it, and... I guess the movie only takes place in like the year 2000. Yeah. And like it was like during her alcoholic times. And that's another thing that's like complete bullshit is that there was more to her than just her troubling times. The whole movie is just about her troubling part times. They don't talk cool. about her fight for, you know, being a dark skinned woman singing. You know what I'm saying? Well, she was fighting for that well, stuff. Well, I mean, there's not a dark-skinned woman in the film. So, of course, they're not going <sighs> to... You know, they're not going to do that. Yeah. I mean... And that's... I think that's one of the biggest problems in it is that... Essentially, you have... Like you're saying, she was a dark-skinned woman who... One day portrayed her in a horrible time of her life. But she was a woman who was still considered beautiful. Just right. not beautiful by the, you know, quote-unquote... You know, not it's not racist, but... No, keep you it know, 100... The white standards at that well, time. Well, back in those days, definitely. She had the afro, she had the bigger lips, she had the bigger nose, yada, yeah, yada, yada. Back so, in those days, definitely. The idea, like, I think Nina, some, or I think that, um, oh, what's that stupid woman's name? Uh, the actress who played her. Zoe Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Who's not think, even black, technically. Yeah, she's not. <laughs> she's, she goes around saying it all the time. She's like, whoa, 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 don't categorize me with them niggas. Uh, <laughs> but, uh. She, I think she would have gotten, um, she wouldn't have gotten the same flack if she had uh, just not done the black face and uh-huh. not wore the prosthetic nose uh-huh. and just played, like, look, I could just play the character. And the idea would have been that, look, she is still a beautiful woman. People uh-huh. consider me a beautiful woman, so that's a better representation. And you just play the character. But uh-huh. at the same time, like I said, the timing was all off. Yeah. I mean, that'd be like doing a solo Superman movie and you started his death. And then he's just dead through the whole movie. And you're like, Superman! Like, what happened? Like, <laughs> what happened? No, we, we don't go into that. We're man. not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Easy, easy. You know. easy. Yeah. Um, but, um, but, um, yeah, um, so I'm hoping she gets more, you know, popularity with, you know, they're doing Guardians 2 right now. Um, I, I, I love Guardians. I'm, I'm hoping that James Gunn can blow it out the park again. Yeah, um, I, I like Guardians. Um, she was my least favorite character in Guardians, though. And main okay. reason was being a fan of all things cosmic, being a fan of Gamora as a Oh, character, she's definitely not Gamora in the book. She's not she's even definitely close. not. Like, they, if they miss the mark with anybody, they miss the mark with Gamora. Because I like Drax. I thought... Uh, they made Drax more interesting. Drax has always been a one-note character. Well, and I think they maintained his one note, mm-hmm. but they wrote him like the current revision of Drax. Because as we know, they've revised him over the years a few times. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He had the moon dragon brain damage and all that shit for a yeah. while. And, all that. and at first but, he was just a Hulk villain. Yeah, he was just a Hulk villain. And, right. you know, just because you're flying, super strength, and dirt. Right. But... Right. I think his more recent comic revision mm-hmm. did better for the movie too because yeah. him being more of a battle tactician and warrior mm-hmm. I think sets him up for the more you know look he's kind of the you know I just get in fights and do whatever character but at mm-hmm. the same time it's like no I live for battle right. nothing else I don't play all your little games and all your little semantics and right. that kind of makes for a certain degree of humor for a team for a team setting right because like 
Look, motherfucker, we're trying to handle this shit tactically. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And your right. ass is just like, can we get in a fight today? <laughs> like, like I like that whole concept of Drax. And I'm hoping, and that was actually, I was going to say, I wish I would have saw more of Drax in the first movie. Um, Drax is an awesome character. He is driven by vengeance. Nothing else. Fuck everything else. It is his purpose. And, like, he doesn't really care. He's the member of the team. Every time the group... It was very in his character when the group first lands in nowhere, and he's like, "What the fuck are we doing here?" Yes. <laughs> like Drax will be that dude. Like, why am I rolling with you guys if we're not trying to kill Thanos one hundred percent of our time? Like, he's not trying or to. Or Ronan, as you guys believe in the movie. <laughs> I also don't like that they made Ronan a bad guy because when you read the book, Ronan's not a bad guy. Like, he's just An he's accuser. a political. Yeah, he's an accused. He's a professional <laughs> finger pointer. <laughs> he is like a Judge Dredd almost for the Creed that's always been an accuser. Right. He is the accuser right now, and basically he's judge, jury, executioner. As in, you fuck up, he can just say, and what do you live or die right here or there? He's not a bad guy. Yeah. But um, it goes to my point where I wanted to say, and I'm glad we're talking about this. Um, Sometimes it's okay to do a character different as long as you make them better and more interesting. Case in point, Yandru. Okay. Yandru in the book, I mean, in the, in the, in the comics. Vastly different. Absolutely. <laughs> There's like, no. Worse than Gamora. Oh, God. Worse than anyone. He is technically, and I want to say this, he is probably the worst interpretation of a comic book character ever in movies. However, they made him more interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because there's I mean, nothing he's about not an interesting character in the books. That's what I'm saying. He's just different. There was nothing com- similar to how he is in the books, other than name and alien race. Well, and when you think about it, technically, if you were to look at the book side of things uh-huh. with Drax, because Drax not as Drax doesn't have the humor sense in the books. He's just more of the warrior side. Technically, he's almost like Drax because he's a warrior. Mm-hmm. He's focused always on the battle at hand and the task at hand, mm-hmm. and now they've given him, like you said, it's more of a dynamic, making him more of a pirate. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where before it was like you're kind of more you're you're the really really straight guy in the room, where everybody's like, ah, we're having drinks. You're the one standing over in the corner, like, don't worry, I will protect you all. He was a prince. <laughs> he was pretty yeah. much fucking um Legolas, and not a spoiled prince either. He yeah. was like a warrior prince. Like he was a stuck up snobby ass son of a bitch. Like yeah. you know, he was like, like I'm I'm royalty. Fuck you. And like when I found out the guy that got to play him, I'm like, holy, Yondu, like Yondu, like nah. But then when I watched it, I'm like, this is they they completely did his character wrong. However, they made him a million times more interesting because of it. Another case in point, Star-Lord. They completely changed Star-Lord. If you read Annihilation, it's a completely separate character. I mean, they not only changed him, they, like, reversed his entire timeline. Seriously. Like, Star-Lord originally had all these feats. Like, he had a whole book series... He had gone through, like, a motherfucking damn near retired and was called back into action. Fool had lost parts of his face, replaced with cybernetics and all that. Yeah, kind of look, shit. what happened to the cybernetic eye? What <laughs> happened to the cybernetic eye? Uh, a good trader out of nowhere. <laughs> we found <laughs> like, this dude. His name was Ray. He was giving out new faces. He was like, 
I'll take one of those. <laughs> like, what mm-hmm. happened to it? Like, this is my point. When I say, you know, a lot of people say, oh, they changed the characters. I want them to stay the same. Some characters do need an upgrade. Some characters do. I have no problem with it as long as it's better. That's my whole argument. That is my whole push. Is okay. that as long as it's better. Because some characters just suck. Yeah, I But they can use a push. And you know what? I'm okay with them not really explaining it as long as it's better. See, and for me, I think that that's more okay with B-list characters agreed, agreed, than agreed. it is with A-list characters. No, I mean, like, I wouldn't want to see, uh, like, a Captain America go... Like, I love how, like, Chris Evans does Captain America, for example, because he still feels like that good old boy. Yeah. But you can, you know, he's still not afraid to kill. He's still a soldier at heart. You know you what know, I mean? You know, it hurt to me. It hurt me to see a guy post because I had that agree. I was like, oh, I got to agree with that. He said... Captain America now is more Superman in the movies than Superman is. Yeah. He said, think about it. He's yes. a man. He's an alien in this whole world. He has. He's an alien. He fights the good fight. <clears throat> he doesn't really know why. He just knows this is what I'm supposed to do. And he stands up to anybody. Yeah. Whether it's the government. He was like, dude, this guy is more Superman now than Superman. I'm like, fuck. He it's is true. now. Like, he is. It's true. And it's I'm true. glad that, Super, that Captain America is getting that, that love because people for years are saying, dude, Captain America sucks. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, well, I mean, are to, you be honest, to be speak honest, honest, speak on it, to be honest, talk to me. I have felt, and I felt like a long, for this, for a long time, mm-hmm. Marvel didn't give the level of attention to characters like Iron Man, and just Iron Man, Captain America, Thor in many cases, just, you know. Just the, say the, the Avengers. The, the, Avengers, like the, the Avengers. Avengers overall. But the Guardians of the Galaxy, I felt the same way. They didn't give them the same love they gave Spider-Man, mm-hmm. the X-Men, and other characters. So you didn't have these well-fleshed-out characters. So when you saw, like, a Thor, you knew all this going to happen with Thor when he showed up on screen. He's going to say, that was Arthas, I, this, Thinus, hammer hit. Captain America was going to say some corny shit about truth and justice. Uh. Tony Stark was going to have a few drinks and then make a new suit. And it was so mechanical. Like, there was no, you know, it was like, okay, same little fucking machine. You're going to run it through every time. And what they've done now is they've taken them and they've given these B-list characters A-list work. And I think that by them applying the A-list work, they've made them better. Have they, are, have they ever been B-list, though? I think so. I think I don't think that's a, that that's an argument worth having. I think that they have been B-list, and that's in the sense that I don't think that they were given the level of attention. Like if you read Avengers storylines in the past mm-hmm. compared to Avengers storylines now, mm-hmm. the dynamics of the characters are very different. Mm. And I'm not talking about new current. Let us go into like disassembled days. Okay. So, you know, the dynamics of the overall characters they're still the same character in essence, mm-hmm. but they're given introductions to other characters, to other situations that they'd never been part of before. It was like, hey, look, there's a big threat. Boom, Avengers. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, it was very formulaic. Now, I mean, they go through different trainings. They go through different team members coming on and off. They end up breaking off into solo stories. They have ties in directly with S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. and other agencies. Okay. You know, the they're, they're more integrated now into mm-hmm. the Marvel Universe where they weren't before, where you had, like, teams like the Fantastic Four, for example, mm-hmm. who was an A-list team for a long time. Mm-hmm. They've touched every part of the Marvel Universe, including the Avengers. You know that's what I true. mean? It'll they even have a son that's, an, that's a mutant. 
Yeah, and they they touch the X Men side of the house. They touch the Inhuman side of the house. Let me shit the motherfuckers found the Inhumans. And that's why <laughs> no, they, I was gonna say that just now. And like that's why it, the Marvel Universe to me feels so empty without them. Because to me, Fantastic Four was the glue that kept everyone together. While X Men were over here, Avengers were over here, blah blah blah. Spider Man's yeah. over here. The, the in the middle of all those different things were the Fantastic Four because yeah. they were the first. They were here before everyone. Spider Man's first real Marvel as, as a universe appearance was in a Fantastic Four book. Exactly. Where he got caught in the thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And he was like, going to the Baxter Building. Right. Like at the Baxter Building. Most of you kids these days don't even know what the Baxter Building is. They just it's need to bring them back, and I think I they think, are. I think right now they're playing, and this is kind of, I think, an interesting perspective on it. I think that, uh, and I was talking to somebody about this, the Ultimates team okay. is the current Fantastic Four. And, they're, and I think they're doing this only in the sense that what they've done recently, mm-hmm. they've traveled outside of the universe. They're going full cosmic. And remember, one of the first big things the Fantastic Four did was go into the negative zone. Like, they're right now on a scientific voyage. They've encountered Galactus and handled him in a scientific way. Hmm. They've encountered the outsides of the universe Uh and handled it in a scientific way. They made a friend of Galactus, much like only the Fantastic Four did. Mm -hmm. Well, you hear James Gunn wants two Fantastic Four members. For his for for Hopefully he takes a... He wants Thing? I I mean, I don't know. I don't think he said it. But I think he wants Thing, because Thing is currently in the Guardians book right yeah, now. Yeah, so he's in the Cosmic, making out with alien bitches. <laughs> yeah, Shout out is. to Ben Grimm. Ben Grimm has always been the alien bitches, yeah. though. If you look I back at his history, I mean, like, yo, dude, like, look at the motherfucker. The, remember at the Secret War? He he stayed. Everyone left. He was dude. like, I'm not going away. You gotta feel bad for the homie. I mean, the only Earth bitch you got was blind. <laughs> that's the only girl on Earth that's into you, bro. And on that planet, I don't know if they ever fully like described it, but on that planet, he can go from human to thing form. Yeah. God, Secret War was so good. It was that that book was so ahead of his time. Like we both weren't yeah. even born, yeah. and just greatness. Keep was in mind, we're talking out. about Secret Wars Volume One. Not Secret Wars. Not Secret Wars Volume. World. Secret Three, War, two. cop it, it's amazing. Yeah, it was the first two. company-wide event thing ever. Like, it, that had never been done before. And the whole concept of Secret War was basically, Marvel had signed a deal with an action figure company. Mm-hmm. And the action figure company called it Secret War. They're like, that'd be cool if it's called Secret War. And the book was, and the company was like, well, why are we doing this? Like, why are all these characters together? And Marvel was like, I don't know. And they were like, oh, why don't you just create a story to go along with it? And that was the whole concept of Secret War. And when the smoke clears, it's not a real story. <laughs> it's just a cool thing to see everybody together. Yeah. And everyone gets a little piece of shine. But when mm-hmm. the smoke clears, early, I mean, this, this guy abducts all the best superheroes and all the best villains and say, hey, all you fight. <laughs> it's essentially contest of champions. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, no, really. Like, hey, we want to we want to do versus battles to a degree, and mm-hmm. how better to you know put all the A list, right? You know, I mean, and you know, like I said, Avengers showed up. So mm-hmm. at the time, you know, they were getting a lot of love, but not a lot of people remember the Avengers in that storyline as much as they do mm-hmm. the Spider Man Venom suit, Doctor mm-hmm. Doom taking on the Beyonders power, mm-hmm. the uh, X Men showing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shit like that. I like how... Because this was back when the X-Men... 
didn't really fuck with anybody. And I like the X-Men more when they're not trying to really be superheroes. Because to me, X-Men seemed more military. As in, we're mutants, we handle mutant shit. Yeah. Stay out of our soup, don't fuck with the mutant shit. You guys go fight the Thanosus. You guys go fight, fight these motherfuckers. We handle the mutant stuff. Yeah. And I like that shit. So when all the superheroes got brought together in Secret War, the X-Men dipped. Yeah. <laughs> the X-Men went someplace uh, else. We ain't got any time for this like, shit. Like, we don't know you motherfuckers. We don't really care for you. And I like that because that made Captain America not really like them because he was like, they were asking Captain America, like, what do you think about the X-Men? He was like, I, I don't know about them dudes, man. Like... They, I don't think they're bad guys, but they don't really. Fuck. Damn it! In the like, 1930s, when it had no fucking mutants. Like no, seriously, like <laughs> even though they did because of whippersnappers, Magneto. But that's right. <laughs> but, uh, actually, I always thought that would be a cool little story. The show, like Captain America. Uh, say Magneto and anymore. Uh, well, there you he go. Oh yeah, he's a mutant too. Yeah. Oh god. Um, but Atlantean um, mutant. But uh, you know, actually, what's funny is you bring uh-huh. up a good point. This might probably be a very no. It's gonna be a sore spot with you. Okay. Um, Speaking of, do you think that right now Marvel is making the same mistake with the Inhumans that they did with the X Men? What do you mean? In the sense that I think that one of the faults of the X Men and why they started decimating and taking them out is you remember when they started moving out to San Francisco and yeah, they started like the Utopia thing, and then you remember all of a sudden they had all these ID cards. And they were all involved yeah. in human affairs. Yeah. And they, they started putting themselves... Like, they were no longer about mutant problems as much mm-hmm. as they were about, we want to be part of the world. And they right. were almost everywhere. I could agree and with that. But I think that okay, right ahead. now, they're doing the same thing with the Inhumans. And like yeah. I said, some of the best stories with the Inhumans are the fact that they don't want... They will pick up and move their whole fucking kingdom and city and everything mm-hmm. just because the motherfuckers found out where they were. Exactly. Now I'm with you 100%. You know, but the difference of that was that the, the X-Men had a reason for trying to do it. it. wasn't the best story in the world, but I get what Marvel was trying to do. Basically... The mutants are dying out. People are trying to kill the last mutants. So the mu- so X-Men were like, let's start helping the humans so they can know that we're not bad people. And well, and we're then you not have, bad. Of course, then you have, you know, I mean, this is why I say this. Okay. It's the same fucking thing with the humans. Yeah. Right now, everybody's becoming inhuman. And in Stupid. order to not fall down the road of you hate us and you don't understand us, which... Technically, you really should be going fucking afraid. I mean, I'm surprised Superhero Registration Act ain't popped up again for y'all motherfuckers right now. But, in reality, you have these uh, Inhumans who are... Uh, excuse me. No problem. Uh, bless you. Um, you have these Inhumans who are now taking a bigger role in the world. They're involved in everything. Right. I mean, from... And I hate this. Running a fucking bar, which uh, is a stupid okay. idea for Black Bull whatever. Uh. And... I'd almost be okay with this because I read the last book and it was actually a pretty decent read if Black Bolt wasn't involved in that. Like, if they just had the bar, like, an inhuman, like some inhuman started a fucking bar called the Quiet Room, mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Black Bolt is there and he's fucking king of the inhumans and shit by blood mm-hmm. is fucking stupid. And Medusa still holds a place of power. But now, no, we'll Black uh, Bolt's outcasting. Don't wrong. I like the idea that if they were involved at that level, that Medusa would be involved because she's always spoken for him. She's right. always been the more political one, yada, yada, yada. Right. But you guys have done so undone so much story with this new Inhuman change that it's just fucked up. And I think, much like they did with the X-Men, you take a lot away from the team when you do mm-hmm. that. You take a lot away from the... 
concept of the characters. Right. And, and I agree with you 100%. My problem is, the difference is with that is that with the X-Men, you can experiment more because the X-Men have a solid, concrete fan base. There are people who will follow X-Men to the ends of the earth. They will read all the shittiest issues. They have. We read them. Yes, we've the read end. them. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, like, we have read them, and we still stick with X-Men. You can't do that same thing with the Inhumans. Uh, they, they, you can't do the same thing with the Inhumans. They don't have that type of following. There is no, there isn't that concrete fan base for them. Like, there are people who like the Inhumans, but... Sales are already starting to show. People don't care for the Inhumans as much as Marvel wants them to. Also, and I'm glad we're talking about this. They it up. They officially taken Inhumans off of the movie rosters for Marvel. Dude, I'm so excited. Does that I'm mean so that excited. it's gonna eventually come back? I Let's hope not. Hope not. And the reason why is because two things. Number one, Marvel kind of fucked up. Kinda. Well, let me explain. Marvel TV fucked up. Oh, okay. They they jumped the shark with the whole Inhumans thing. Agents, Agents of Shield, Agents of Inhumans. Which I'm now calling Agents of Adelon. Adelon. I'm now right. calling Agents of Adelon. I'm like, dude, this is that fucking Inhuman show. And um, if that's the case, then that's where they should just go with it. Just make it be an Inhuman show. But the problem is, how the fuck are you going to do a movie now, too? Especially now that the Marvel TV and the Marvel movies are no longer in cahoots. Like, the people who are doing Marvel TV are now over here. And the people who are doing Marvel movies now are now over here. Like, they're now two separate things. Yeah. So, it's like, how are you going to do a movie based on something that's already been going in the TVs? Yeah. That's that's a very, very DC decision of you, Marvel. <laughs> Why do you want to compete with yourself in that way? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, I mean, in my personal opinion, and I, I never really cared. Like, I never really cared for the cast. Mm-hmm. I like Coulson. And then it just kind of felt like it stopped there. Like I liked the old girl too. Um, I don't know the actress's name. Um, Ming. Yeah. Uh, the, the I like her as an actress too. Mm-hmm. But none of the rest of the cast I ever. Uh, oh, wow. Damn, it's mad. All right, my bad. I'm sorry, Marvel. There's a uh, thunder and lightning <laughs> outside like, hey. right now. They're like, you take that back about all edges of shield, damn it. Thor. We gonna send Thor down upon you. <laughs> I hope it's not the Jane one too, cause she's way too powerful, man. I can't fuck with her. But um, <laughs> not Squirrel Girl. Well, Squirrel. Yeah, Squirrel Girl. If you guys said Squirrel Girl, I quit. Ah, um, man, I'm all sorry. Right, all right, all right, my bad. <laughs> you know, I'll take on one punch, man, before I take on Squirrel Girl, cause yeah. you know I could dodge a punch. Yeah. <laughs> if he don't get the one off, I'd be all right. That's all I got is that. That's uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, well, Marvel might uh, shout out to low tier in the chat and uh, pouts in the chat, but uh, yeah, well, Marvel might start snapping next pretty soon. It's um, crazy, but it's, it's legit if they snap next because they have killers in their universe. It's been well, it'll be better DC today, but uh, <laughs> but um, you know, I, you know, from a business standpoint, I can see them pulling out because numbers don't lie. It's like they're looking at the. There's no, there's no hype for the Inhumans film. There's no hype for it. Think about it. People are talking about the Black Panther movie. They're talking about the Captain Marvel movie. Nobody is saying, what about the Inhumans movie? Not only that, but the Inhumans movie, one, is way down there. Yeah. It's going to, it's a far, it's a while out. And I think the best thing that they could do is cancel the Agent show. Agents of Atlanta. It gets Agents of Atlanta. Yeah. It gets good good views, though. It gets, you know. Hey, look, cancel it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 uh-huh, uh-huh, cancel it, cancel it, cancel it, and make a better show. Um, better and show. you know what would be better um, is to have a show just called Shield. 
and do a more in-depth show. So, because I mean, they basically changed it into an Inhuman show. Yeah, and they've done what Marvel has recently done, and you made the Inhumans suck. Right. They're not that fucking interesting. And one of the main characters, Daisy, I loved her when they introduced her in the comic books in what Secret Wars mm-hmm. three, mm-hmm. I believe it was. When she uh, was a mutant. When yeah. she was a mutant, yeah. And she had Quake. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she, I mean, she used her powers like a badass. She was she she had a better personality there and. I don't think the current character embodies that at all. I agree with that 100%. People um, seem to really like Daisy. I don't really care for her character. Um, yeah, I don't care I don't care for her in the show, especially. Yeah, on the show. Like, I, mean, like, I liked her in the books. Yeah. I don't think they've done her justice in the show. Yeah. Um, and I think that them... Now, one, you have the Inhumans on the show. And this is where I think the Inhumans movie mm-hmm. fucks up. Yeah, the Inhumans on the show, they're written one way. Then you have the Inhumans in the comic books that they've changed. Yeah. And they've changed them so drastically that I can't see them making a movie that's anywhere around the current comic books that uh-huh. does just suck. And they need to just do a show. Um, to me, they just need to do an Inhuman show. And it can't, but the problem is, what are you going to base it on? You have to base it on, if it's going to be good, you have to base it off the old Inhumans. Well, here's the thing. You can still do the, well, here, that's what I said. Let's go back to what I said earlier. I said that Marvel fucked up. You introduce the Inhumans without doing Medusa, without doing Black Bull, without doing Triton, without doing Karnak. The Inhumans, who we know about. Yeah. You introduce the whole concept and everything about them before revealing the actual people. That would be just like introducing mutants, but not doing Cyclops, Storm, Jean Grey, Professor yeah. Xavier, not showing the X-Men well, at We all. picked uh, Blob and Martha. I'm not even and- just <laughs> brand new people who yeah. just are like, who the fuck are these people? Like, <laughs> There's no connection to them, uh. and that's one of the main reasons why we like the Marvel stuff. Now, I think Marvel needs to get this shit together. <laughs> <laughs> cut that shit out in this episode cut that shit out Marvel needs to get this <laughs> shit together regarding this show stuff because this is the one thing you really have over DC right now Marvel what you really have over DC is that you guys have shows that are supposedly in the same universe and they need to start showing up in the movies and vice versa now, it doesn't need to be the big stuff. Like, for example, Sith showed up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Stuff right. like that. Right. That's pretty cool. One of my favorite things was, uh, remember the bald dude from Winter Soldier? Uh, that was an agent, that was a Hydra agent? The bald dude, Winter Soldier. Oh, the Winter Soldier uh, movie. He ended up being a Hydra agent. He worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, 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 yeah. He ended they up did, uh, uh, getting thrown out in traffic. He got uh, extras um, on the, what's it called? Yeah, I know, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he was, like, on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I thought that was awesome. So, like, in random episodes, they would just have him show up, he'll say something, and then leave. Yeah. And, like, and then all of a sudden, now you see him. Matter of fact, the, the mission, this was something that was cool. I'm, I'm hoping they do more of this. The mission that Captain America goes to go save the guys in the beginning of the Winter Soldier movie, they, the guy, the bald dude that ended up being a Hydra, he tells the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Matter of fact, it was Agent Coulson who sent him to go do that. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. He says, yo, go out on the ship and go do this thing. And then it continues in Winter Soldier, which was fucking awesome. You know, are you talking about Age of Ultron or Winter Soldier? And Winter Soldier. Remember Winter Soldier when he was on the boat fighting the guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D., Coulson send those S.H.I.E.L.D. agents out there, and then the, sh- and then the ship gets taken over. You know the whole... Uh, 
initial beginning scene in Age of Ultron mm-hmm. was also an Agents of Shield setup. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. The, yeah so a lot of people who didn't watch the show were exactly. like, you know, I know, that I don't too. know, fuck, you're fighting this fucking fight. So, yeah, it was also a <laughs> like, yeah, I think he like discovered it. But, and he sent them all, which, which is cool because, like you said, they have a united universe where you know DC has like you know two different flashes and you know all this other kind of weirdness. They're kind of competing as uh, they don't have the same universe. This is true. So I think Marvel does have that advantage, but they still need to cancel Agents of Shield. <laughs> and, you know, make just make a better show. I mean, oh, you know, get better man. actors. Um, I don't know what else they. What can about do. Agent Carter? Agent Car Agent Carter is awesome. I love Agent Carter. Agent Carter is awesome, and it does enough. And I like how see in Agent Carter, it makes sense because she goes between the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. She has her own show. Mm-hmm. She appears in movies outside of Captain America, like when she was in Ant Man, mm-hmm. and. It all fits the same line of continuity. She's pretty much been in a lot of movies. She was in Ant Man. She was in um. A- she was in Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. She had a little small cameo. She was in the first Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Like she was just older. I thought they had got a whole another actress for that. But uh, they aged her. <laughs> shout out to Bows. Hate that show. Love that show. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, Agent- no, Agent Carter is dope, and the actors in Agent Carter are all great. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a great cast, and I thought. I didn't know how it was going to be with um, the, uh, oh, God, the guy from Boardwalk Empire. Do you mm-hmm. watch Boardwalk Empire? Yes. Okay. Um, you know the uh, Nucky's brother? He oh, ended yeah. up playing the uh, head agent. Mm-hmm. The head um, yeah. When they when they killed him off in the first season, mm-hmm. I didn't know how I'd like uh, Agent Thompson as, as his replacement. Right. But, dude, stepped it up. Yeah. And he became a very interesting character mm-hmm. and a likable character. Agreed. Somebody who you could kind of was almost playing both sides a little bit but mm-hmm. you didn't despise him in a way where it's like ah, you were kind of second tier like he played second fiddle the first season right, right, right. and literally rose up to the occasion mm-hmm. and was a solid it wasn't a solid role uh-huh. you know um, the guy who's running rocks on currently yeah. you know what I mean normally they don't do good with characters like that but he feels like mm-hmm. a fucking billionaire type dude and everything else of that nature I mean the whole show for being a period piece show um is really really well done. Mm-hmm. The story all fits in. The Captain America's blood, right. the zero matter. I mean, right. all of it you can feel in the DC universe. Jarvis right. was dope. I could see why you know if Tony grew up as a little kid and Jarvis was getting older, why he would mm-hmm. make an AI yeah, of Jarvis, Jarvis over time. Because Jarvis, regardless of his role at any time, uh-huh. he still plays that servant dude. Where right. I think when you take another show, and this is the only character I hate in the show, when you take another show like Gotham, uh-huh. they miss on Alfred in my opinion. Because dude is way too much like, you do this, you do this, you do that. Motherfucker, you call me Master Bruce, you shut the fuck up and we do what I do. too badass. Yeah. That's my problem. Alfred too, pretty much. what made him great was that he wasn't badass. But was still willing to do whatever it takes. One of my favorite scenes and Alfred Pennyworth history was Superman Batman number three, the one that Jeff Loeb and Ed McGinnis did, okay. where where Superman gets shot and then um, Batman oh, gets buried with the kryptonite. With the kryptonite, he yeah. He's a kryptonite, and, and Batman yeah. pulls it out but gets fucked up. So Batman tells him he has a secret tunnel, and to get there, and Superman's dragging Batman. And he's going through all the security breaches, and the last door there's a man standing there with a shotgun. Yep. It's Alfred Pennyworth. That scene was awesome because Alfred, he didn't know what he was going up against. He just knew, look here. <laughs> yep. You, you shall not pass. I don't know how. I don't even know. He didn't even know who he was going up against. In the end, 
you there's gonna be shots popped off. Yes. I'm gonna be dumping and you know what? There ain't nothing that's gonna for a regular human, uh-huh. ain't nothing better that you could have with you for an unknown than a motherfucking shotgun. Seriously, like that scene to me was awesome because it was dope. It he was didn't dope. know what he was getting himself into. That could have been Killer Croc. That could have been the Joker. That could have been anybody. He was yeah, just if like, it was the Joker. It, that I gotta stop. Would have been pretty good. Like I got. I know, right? He's like, yeah, he's just like, I gotta stop you right here. Now, did you hear this rumor that I'm hearing about Stan Lee? Mm-mm. I'm being told now. That Stan Lee, there's a reason why Stan Lee is showing up in all the Marvel movies. Oh, I already said this a long time ago. You said that, right? That he was not not on the show. I've said this to people a long time ago. He's the watcher. He's the watcher. That's what I'm being told. Yeah, I've told people this for like I told the people this the second time he showed up in a movie. Uh I said Stan Lee's going to be watching. You're going to see him in every single Marvel movie, and he's going to always play a different role because he's going to be the watcher. Because if you think about it, why the fuck was he in Deadpool? But dude. Stanley had been retired for like 10 years when Deadpool was created. <laughs> like, he wasn't even writing comics. I'm like, why the fuck is he in there? The Watcher never retires. He simply watches. <laughs> he simply just watches. He, he does not interfere. Watch. Yeah, no, that ain't. That ain't motherfuckers reading into my old shit. I posted some shit. I broke this down to somebody like probably a year ago now. Uh-huh. And years before that, and by the time I think, I want to say he was in. When he popped up in the second movie that he did a cameo in after Iron Man, I was telling people, yeah, watch, they're going to make him the Watcher. They're going to put him in every Marvel movie, and he'll probably play a different role in each one. And so far, that's how it's been. So let's see, they did Iron Man 1, they did Iron Man 2, the next one was Thor, wasn't it? I think so. And then he was in Thor, he was the dude on the truck trying to pull Mjolnir out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he's every single time he's gone in. I mean, like you said, he was in the like, Age of Ultron as mm-hmm. one of the soldiers getting drunk mm-hmm. and you know can handle liquor, and that would be the greatest role for uh-huh. him because you know you you're want to. you know I mean because you're not going to see the one above all. You know what nah, I mean? Nah, he's nah, not nah. going to be the living tribunal because they're not going to get into that shit. Right, right, right. You know, so him be the watcher. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense, and Agreed. it's a cool role. I agree. It's a very cool role. I think. Um, yeah, he's. Uh, let's see, what else is there this week? Um, um, oh well, Marvel released something. I, I just saw it today. Um, you can look at it on newsarama.com. Oh, um, you sent this to me. I watched it. I believe. Oh no, not that. But we can talk about that too. Okay. Um, okay. That was, um, that was dope. They show it's something that you know Marvel. They love to just. Tease, they show a bunch of teasers. Yeah. Um, I guess at the end of Pleasant Hill, which I think ends this week. Um, the Pleasant Hill book ends this Wednesday. Oh, standoff, yeah. Standoff. Uh, I think it does end this week, either this week or next week. But it just shows the return, and it's a yellow symbol. It looks oh. like Nova. No, it's a Nova symbol, bro. It looks like Nova, but here's the catch. Um. The quote is, the quote is something about like I thought yes yeah. I'd be a I'm hero or something. Right now. Pardon our dust while we do. This. <laughs> We're gonna look it up right now. But um, yeah, he says like um, which I don't understand how that leads to Nova. All right. Well, I can I can tell you how the quote. Go ahead and say the quote. I knew this was my chance to be a hero. Now I can tell you what I think it is. Okay. I think they're going to kill Sam Alexander. No way. And here's why. Okay. 
I knew this wasn't my chance to be. In Nova what Yeah. Sacrifice. Sam would do that. Sacrifice. Sam would do that. Sacrifice. Because and Sam, I like the concept of Sam. I just don't like Sam. Like, I like the concept of the character. I just wish he was a Nova. Well, and you got to keep in mind, too, is Sam could die and the Nova corpse could come back. Because when you think about it, technically right now, the Nova corpse is still gone. I miss the Nova corpse. There's Corp. only, like, two Novas. Or two, like, I mean, there's a I series the of helmets out right now, but... Uh-huh. There's only a couple Novas, and they don't have their corpse. I love the Nova Corps. Yeah, you they know? were just the Green Lantern Corps, but fuck it. Yeah. No, <laughs> but, fuck it. They were just the Green Lantern Corps, but I thought it was cool, though. Like, the Nova book back when, remember when Marvel was really... That's why I wish all these motherfuckers would read would read it back then. Remember when oh. Marvel was really getting their cosmic shit? Yeah. When they did Annihilation. Annihilation wave was so good. Oh. Uh, the, both Annihilations were fantastic. All the little spin yeah, they did do a great. second one. Yeah, they did a second one with the fucking, the phalanx. I was like, wow. I haven't seen the phalanx since the fucking 90s. And if y'all don't know who the phalanx were, they're like a techno-organic... They're like a techno-organic robot race that Warlock from New Mutants, he was a part of the Phalanx. He's the race. And fucking Ultron was their leader, which makes sense. <laughs> because they blast Ultron into space, and Ultron lands, and the Phalanx find them, and he corrupts their whole system. So now they have to fight Ultron. It's fucking amazing shit. Yeah. Read Annihilation. Yeah. And I love good. the, I love the original Guardians. Not the original, original Guardians, but the Guardians back in the mid-2000s, when there was just this ragtag group that were like, um, this ragtag group that... I, I told people, I remember, this was back when I was working at the comic book shop. People would ask me, why should I read Guardians of the Galaxy? My answer was always simple. Because they're not the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> and people were like, what? They're like, they call themselves the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a good title. But they're not the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. They do. They call themselves the Guardians of the Galaxy because it gives good uh, tax breaks. But, yeah. well, <laughs> they just did it because they, they thought they were the shit, but they weren't. And I loved how every single episode issue was pretty much a debriefing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was some of the greatest storytelling I've ever seen in comics. Where pretty much every... It was like you're watching The Office. As in, like, they're being interviewed while this shit's happening. And they're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I that was that. amazing. Like, I thought that was great. That was, that was good writing. That's yeah, and there's saying. not one person on the current team that were on the old teams. Like, it's a completely different Like, the, are you talking about the original, original yeah, Guardians? We go back. I mean, even some of the iterations, like Vance Astro and Vance stuff. Vance Astro. I mean, who was on Vance's team? Where any of the Vance Astro, Charlie 23, mm-hmm. Yondu, mm-hmm. Uh, the Crystal Dude, um, the dude yeah, who made the Crystal. what his name was. Starhawk. Yeah. Yep, Starhawk. Um, and the girl whose hair was on fire. I forgot, but that was fake Starfire. <laughs> fake Starfire. Yeah. But um, yeah, but, they were pretty much. They were not that interesting. No one really gave a shit about them. Um, but they took the concept and created the Guardians of the Galaxy originally. But when the smoke clears, the Guardians is a raccoon with a gun. 
<laughs> he got the Guardian of the Galaxy with Thanos and, yeah. and Galactus and Annihilus and all types of horrible space motherfuckers. Yeah, they don't even get into 90% of the cosmic deities and other Seriously. races and stuff. But it, yeah. Star-Lord, when the smoke clears, he's a guy with a gun. <laughs> when yeah. the smoke clears. And it, it ain't even, this is the best part. It's not even the cool special gun that he has in the comic books. Right. Like, he actually has, like, this elemental kind of bestowed upon him special gun in the comic right. book. Now he does not. He just now has it's just a gun. gun. Yeah, it's but just a gun. He, it's a guy with a you gun. You can get it at Walmart. A, a, a raccoon with a gun. No, the raccoon has a bunch of guns. A bunch of guns, but it's still just a gun. <laughs> against, against, like, silver surfers. Yeah. Against fucking, um, uh, um, Terax. Like, a raccoon with a gun. A tree. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't argue that. There's nothing you can add. Like These guys are not the guns. It's literally just a tree. Like when the smoke clears, you, you can, love Groot. You can be like, he's a talking tree. It doesn't say much. But Groot is a tree. <laughs> <laughs> people always people ask me something like, "What is Groot? Groot is a tree. <laughs> like, is that it? Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, a tree that walks. Um, but then there's Groot, and then there was Drax who. Like, he was good on the team, and then there was uh, Gamora, like, yeah. they were Drax, only, like, Drax and Gamora team green, they called them. fight. They were, like, the best on the team, and they knew it. Yeah, <laughs> they were just like, why time, are we here? Like you said, they still ain't fight nobody like the Silver Surfer. They that's what I'm saying. They still can't like fuck with, like, Gladiator. These niggas can't even fuck with the Shard. Like, that's yeah. why the Shard, like, who the fuck are you guys? Thor would fuck up that whole team. They can't even go to Earth <laughs> and fuck people up. Like, Thor, like, like the Shard, like, who the fuck are these guys? Yep. <laughs> like, we're the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. They just don't hold ourselves that. They're like, they're like, uh, if you watch, if you watch, like, Star Wars Do Hope, they're like Leia, Han, and Luke, but no lightsabers or force powers. Seriously. <laughs> but that's what made them great yep. was that they sucked. <laughs> and they knew that they sucked. Yeah. They, they it was okay. It. They were okay with it. They were like the, you know, them, them 80s movies where like uh, a teacher comes into like a, a, a school who don't know shit and then by the end they're like scholars. It's like that, but without the ending. <laughs> oh, so you mean every 80s movie? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, right right like them 80s movies. Any like 80s that. movies that took place within 500 feet of a school had that same plot line. Had that the same exact plot line. <laughs> yep. That shit was working. It's like how superheroes are You're now. Fact, you go to detention and come out just brilliant and know about the world and change your life. And See, you're like, what happened? I went to Saturday detention. Like, like how the fuck they get you on a Saturday, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, seriously, like. I say 30 years from now, 20, 30 years from now. They're going to look back like how we look back in the 80s movies. Like, remember all the 80s movies? all about kids shit in high school and all the things we're the saying. They're going to say the same thing about the 2000s. They're going to be like, remember when there was just nothing but superhero films? <laughs> Every motherfucker thought they could fly and we still can't. We ain't even got the Back to the Future hoverboards yet. hoverboard, nigga? We, you, you give us the, the shoelaces that automatically tie ourselves now. I need my jacket that makes me uh, dry. <laughs> and I need my hoverboard. I just want the hoverboard, man. I don't even fuck about the shoelaces, motherfucker. I can tie some shoes. What about the jacket? Look, it's raining right now. Like, you can go outside and just be dry, nigga. <laughs> I can be inside and be dry. If I had a hoverboard, I'd get inside quicker, motherfucker. Uh, if I had a hoverboard, I'd be inside real fucking quick. I'd be like, oh, what you doing? I'm hovering inside, man. <laughs> hovering under a carport, man. I'd be dry. Shit. Oh, man. Give me the hilarious. hoverboard and everything else can come second. That's hilarious. Oh, man, I'm hitting no, I saw the damn son. 
Shit, I'm upset, man. I wanted a hoverboard, man. I thought that was going to be the coolest shit. There are certain, uh, you saw the, um, what's called, little hoverboard skate parks, right? Where they're using magnetics and super cool. Or yeah, super no, cool they do exist, but they don't go over all surfaces. Yeah, so they're a waste. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, so I can't. I, I gotta hang out over here to use my shit, huh? Like, I can only do it in a fucking yeah. warehouse. Like, <laughs> if they started make, putting them up at like normal places uh-huh. where, you know, you probably didn't have to pay hella money to get in and right. then hella money to get one, right. it's gonna be lines all motherfucking day to get in that fucking skate park. I'm fucking Fuck late. I'm cool. Um, but, um, moving on. So, real quick, um, Robert Downey Jr. is now in the new Spider Man movie. Yes, I heard. He signed on. Um, that shows a lot of faith. In that movie, because he didn't have to sign. He's not under contract anymore. He's right? not. Under, but he. Here's the thing. He's not under contract no more. However, he is quoted saying, "Nigga, I will be Iron Man as long as you need me." Yeah. He and which is a smart move, yeah. because Iron Man doesn't need to be in shape. <laughs> Iron Man doesn't need so to true. be buff. He doesn't need to hit the gym. Nah. So it makes sense. You just sense. can't be fat. Oh, that'd be great if you had a fat suit. He had a fat <laughs> Like, the Whoa. suit stops not fitting yeah. him anymore. Like, yeah, what do you call like this? a bigger suit? I call this my uh, mock obese. The <laughs> mock 300. Like, mock 300. The mock 300. <laughs> Once I got over 300 pounds, I But um, here's my thing. This is what I'm pitching. Okay. Um... And I agree with Lopes here. I can't see Iron Man being anyone else because pretty much Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. Like, no, no I, I, his, I've already set this up. It. Speak on it. We've cloned sheep. We should try oh. to clone Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> see, I thought you were going to say something like logical. My nigga said cloning sheep. That's not logical. Say Ant-Man. You can't just logical, be cloning sheep. Man. You can just clone him. <laughs> try to clone a man. Look, all right, get some of his DNA. Clone his ass. Technically, we can clone people. That's why they made it illegal. <laughs> they made it illegal because unless it's it. a special situation, like oh, boy. like a superhero, <laughs> like the entertainment of the world, of the free world. No, Robert Downey Jr. really is Iron Man. Shut up. Yeah, no, you don't ruin my hopes and dreams. Fair enough. Okay, I'll he fall just back. calls himself Tony Stark. Back. It's his secret identity. I fall back. All but right. um, um, and and, and and with this on top of it, also, uh, I was I was I was doing um looking online, and I saw something. Um, you can look this up, by the way. There's this thing on YouTube. Type in WHIH News. Ah, yes. Marvel, I didn't know this, but this is like so amazing. And I don't mean to be a Marvel groupie right now, but I'm going to be a Marvel groupie. We right got now. a Marvel show. Uh, I do, yeah, no, seriously. Like, Same, I'm, unlike me, who's not sporting anything. Well, sh- <laughs> I was going to say, you are wearing the Marvel poster child right now. I am, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> but, um,. Shout out to Deadpool. Coming out Tuesday, by the way. Um, anyways, yes. Pick um, up Deadpool in uh, digital format near you. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting it, definitely. But um, uh, this YouTube is WHIH News. Marvel has... This is amazing. You guys know on YouTube those, those, those news videos where there are just people like the Young Turks where they talk about today's stuff that's going on. It's like a newscaster thing. Well, Marvel has one. For this cinematic universe. And it's WHIH News. And when you Google it, uh, or YouTube it, well, Google and YouTube is the same thing now, but um, when you go on it, it's um, the girl from the first Iron Man movie who Iron Man, who Tony Stark smashed in like the first like 10 yeah. minutes of it. She's a reporter. She's a reporter. And um, she's the reporter for all of these. They got like five, six, seven videos on there. And 
they're talk. She's talking about the things that are happening in the movies that you're watching. So she'll just be like, "Well, well, what the Avengers did in Sokovia, or blah 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 blah." And she's talking about all of the stuff that's happening. And the the best thing about it, what I think is amazing, is that people are commenting under the comments like they're in the universe. It's yeah. fucking amazing. Like someone will comment, "Well, I haven't chested the Avengers since the whole thing is Kobe. I lost my cousin out there, something like that." And someone else will be like, "I can't believe the superheroes are fighting. Um, Spider Man saved my life one time." And like people are arguing with each other, like, yeah. "You don't know what you're talking about." Iron Man knows what he's talking about. And someone's like, "I am an immigrant from T'Challa and <laughs> from uh, Wakanda and stuff like that." It's amazing. It's pretty dope. I I'm like, that is amazing. That is the that's the best idea. DC should have done that with Batman versus Superman. Like, imagine. Like, people could talk about, like, what they think. Like, like about the destruction of Metropolis. I could see something, like, going on about that. It's amazing stuff. I but, mean, it's it's really, a, like you said, what we were talking about earlier with unifying the universes. Mm-hmm. Or unifying the universe. That puts that extra kind of feel on it and you remember during the first Civil War and I'm mm-hmm. not sure I'm not sure why they didn't name this but they had the uh, book Homefront yeah and they did uh, basically followed around I believe it was like Ben Riley uh-huh. and they you know he was basically doing reports on what yeah. was going on you know mm-hmm. trying to meet up with members of the Captain America underground right and then getting meetings and interviews right. with the Iron Man folks right. and I think that having that newspaper's perspective mm-hmm. kind of gives people a little more of like you're saying like a kind of involved feeling because mm-hmm. there's one thing to read it from the perspective of the heroes mm-hmm. but to be able to read it from the perspective of somebody who is not involved directly right. but who's just reporting on who's looking for that story I think gives you an interesting angle right. on it because you're not like the I'm Clark Kent reporter. You right. know what I mean? You're right. not just the... You know, you're kind of more of in that Lois Lane scene. Right. No, I got you. know you. what I mean? Where it's like, I know these beings exist. I know right. they have awesome powers. Right. And they're in fucking conflict. Like, right. that's scary. No, I'm with you 100%. And I like that they didn't just put it on the Marvel YouTube page. Yeah. I like that it's its own thing. It's, it's called nice. WHIH News. And it's their own thing. Yep. If you go on there, there's a cool scene with an interview with Ant-Man before he gets released from jail... <laughs> and like it's cool people commenting like they're looking for David Cross or whatever the, guy, the guy's name that was Yellow Jacket yeah. they're like dude after I watched this video something happened to uh, Pin Particles company and they, the whole building went away we don't know yeah. what happened like I they're like this is conspiracy conspiracy <laughs> like the Inhumans are showing up like people are commenting it's, it yeah. makes you feel a part of the world yeah. and the fact that they're using characters that are in the movies and they're putting that in it, it makes you feel a part of it. And to yeah. me, that is genius marketing that yeah. doesn't really cost anything. It's simple. It's yeah. easy. And like, it's it's it reflects on one of the things I think was the most was the smartest decision Marvel's made, and that's when they decided to make their universe more current. Uh-huh. So they went away from like Thor, like how he used to always the thou thineth thou talking, yeah. and how the superheroes used to always be able to just go around and break and blow up shit and destroy uh-huh. shit, and there was never any talk of the collateral damage. Mm-hmm. When they started introducing collateral damage, then they started introducing government. They started well, introducing, you know, shields ties to different superheroes. Team well, that's going to be a show now too, which is awesome, awesome idea. Uh, they're going to they're doing a collateral damage show. 
Mm-hmm. And pretty much for those that don't know, I think that it should be an ongoing series because I think it's a great idea. Basically, collateral damage are the people who clean up after the superheroes. That's their whole job. They're a division. They're like the insurance department for Shield. Yeah. Like they did a book on them. They did like a, they did like a bunch little, of little mini series yeah, and stuff about them. On, I yeah. say it should be an ongoing thing. Like basically, these are the guys that clean up because someone has to. Hey, it, it would be hilarious if what it was like. Hey, man, you know, I'm just happy that I'm here in the MCU and right. not cleaning up at that motherfucker Superman. Because like, cool. that's just too much. <laughs> and I like the concept that basically they start hiring bum superheroes that didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> that like, no one cares about or knows about anymore. And they just hire them. and Because yeah. someone got to carry them giant steel yeah. beams and shit. Yeah. And so they just well, hire the superheroes. So what's your power? Well, I can, uh, I can disintegrate steel. Okay, can you do anything else? Just steel. All right, we're gonna pay you thirty-five thousand dollars a year, but uh-huh. my friend said he got fifty. You can only do steel. He's super strong. He can exactly. move anything. You can only take care of one thing. Marvel, I got ideas. Treating, I know? got ideas. Put rage on damage control. Oh yeah, bum ass superhero. <laughs> no one gives a fuck about. Oh shit, bum ass hero. Rage. Where is rage? <laughs> I want to do a hashtag. Where is rage? Where is rage? He has disappeared. No one cares about him. Left on Battle World somewhere. <laughs> like, no, I want Rage. Give me Rage. And I will just make him a popular character. He's kind of stuck in the 90s. Like, his, <laughs> <laughs> like he's still kind of a kid. Like, I, I was still kind of having me. Because the whole concept of Rage was that he was a 13-year-old that fell. Oh, God, he has the worst origin. Um, He fell into a puddle Damn. of toxic waste while being chased by the police. I did not make this <laughs> Low budget God, toxic Avenger. God damn it! And because he fell into a puddle of toxic. In the nineties, we went through a big toxic waste thing. Ninja Turtles was the lick, yeah. so everything had to be toxic waste. So yeah, I mean, I can't count how many times you heard on the news that some kid dropped some turtles down the sewer and was waiting. Poor turtles, like yeah, it was like shit, man. Um, this don't work, you know. Like that, right? wait a minute, like, they didn't become giant ninjas. Yeah. Like there's not just mutagens sitting down in the sewers. Seriously, right? like <laughs> seriously, but uh, but then when the turtles came out of my sewer, I was like, holy shit, I was wrong, <coughs> and we had adventures. <laughs> oh, man. didn't have a rat though, so they got kind of out of control and started can't. killing people. I still can't believe they're doing. They're still doing the Ninja Turtle movie. Yeah. it's coming out this year. It's done. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. They, are, they got Kang in it or Krang in it, and uh, I just want to see Bebop and Rocksteady. But Krang, Bebop, and Rock, Rocksteady, and it looks like they stay kind of true to his old outfit. So he's got the bald dude robot, and he was a black dude. Uh, Bebop was a white dude. Was a black dude, and yeah. that's what I said. I said, okay, so they kept with that. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty. This cool. one looks like it'll be better than the last. I hope it so. looks like. I mean, I don't like teenage ultra and steroid ugly weird looking turtles. They don't look like turtles to me. They. Oh yeah, no. Nah, they look, they look more like some sort of fucked up dinosaurs. <laughs> it doesn't get me wrong. I get that they're supposed to be reptiles. I get that, but they look like they Goombas. look fucking weird and shit. They look, like they look like Goombas from the Super Mario movie. That's uh, exactly yeah. They look I like forget, Goombas yeah, from the Super Mario. Goombas didn't really look like Goombas. They yeah, like exactly. They look like the Goombas from the Super uh, Mario movie. That's exactly what they look probably like. just you know. Hey, look, we had these special effects laying around. And I had all these people talking shit like, dude, they're turtles. Like, you're really gonna get that much of a shit? Here's my thing. I'm a child of the '90s. 
I have an aesthetic problem. See, these motherfuckers make me start using words like aesthetic. I'm too hood to yeah. be using words Big like word that. Big word of the day, folks. <laughs> aesthetic. <laughs> to be using words like aesthetic. But mm. I am a college grad, so I can bust out when I need to. Damn, he said I mean, he, he bust out bust college. Out. I can bust don't, out education. Don't make me bust out that education. Like, Damn. don't make me do that. If I didn't have a degree, I'd feel jealous. <laughs> like, feel no, jealous. and I'm not trying to make people feel jealous. I'm just saying, don't make me go that way. Because I can do that. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, I have an aesthetic problem. What that means is, when you grow up with something, it's that way for a reason. It doesn't need to be changed. That's the whole concept. You, you don't make it... That'd be just like a, someone saying, I'm going to repaint the Mona Lisa... But I'm gonna make her blonde, and you're like, the Mona Lisa isn't blonde, and they're like, well, it's my Mona Lisa. It's like, dude. <laughs> like, well, dude. I mean, her name is Janet, but I'm gonna call her Mona Lisa anyway. <laughs> like for real, like I tell people, like that's what aesthetic means, as in like you have an appreciation for the art for just it being art, not because of it has to make sense. Yeah, it's like they have right. a design, they have a look yeah. that goes along with them and it's been that way for 30 plus years yeah. and people people in this generation especially I think a lot of the directors there they don't see the value in maintaining those aesthetics and they don't see the value in maintaining they don't see why it's important to people when you're bringing up something people like like I'm just waiting for the Martin Luther King Jr. movie with some Asian dude <laughs> and they're not fighting for civil rights they're for some reason fighting Nazis well we got a Nina Simone movie with a Latin Latina so yeah. it's like I'm saying it could happen you know what I'm saying I can say that can happen and Malcolm X is gonna be a pacifist and he's gonna be oh, Puerto Rican man. Oh, man. <laughs> no he's gonna be an Inuit uh, Inuit? Not, a, not an Eskimo, oh, Inuit, because that Inuit Wait, is the right way to say it. Inuits, those are Eskimos, aren't they? Yeah. Okay, okay, not an Eskimo. I didn't know Inuit. that Eskimo was a derogatory term. Yeah. I didn't know is. that because I grew up with a girl who was an Eskimo. <laughs> Eskimo. I called her an Eskimo. And she said, that's not the right term. And she told me Inuit. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't even know that. Like, they don't like being called yeah. Eskimo. She's like, nigga, I don't live in a fucking igloo. Like, <laughs> I had to laugh. Like, I was like, you I'd be like, you don't? It would be very fucking cold if you did. I'm like, no, I thought it would be badass. Like, dude, yo, don't fuck with the nigga that lives in ice so, cubes. Yeah, like, like, you don't want to fuck with that. How do you fire in your ice cube? You get sucked <laughs> up. You'd be like, I need to cook something. Oh, shit, my like, house. You don't fuck with the dude that lives in ice cubes. That is the quote of the day. Don't fuck with the dude that lives in ice cubes on, on purpose. Can you imagine if you were a dude who lived, like, out there... And you got really, really fast, right? It's cold, it's hard to run. When uh, you got to, like, normal world, you'd be fast. You have all kind of endurance. When <laughs> this shit bother you, you'd be like, motherfucker, I'm running hard shit, motherfucker. This is, this is easy. Like, this rain would be pussy shit. What the fuck? They'd be like, man. That's why you don't fuck with those people. Those people have you know, seen yeah. things. They have lived through yeah. things. <laughs> you know, the, hard, the, the harder the life is, it, like, if you think of places you wouldn't want to live, uh, don't ever fuck with people who live there because trust me, they harder than you are. That's just how <laughs> no real works. shit. Like beer grills could probably kick all of our ass. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> fuck that. I'm good. Oh I'm good. shit, let's do all these right. books, man. Let's get on the books. Um, you want to start? Okay, okay, I'm gonna kick it off with a book okay. that I'm not too sure about. Get ready. Um, shit, like I'm trying to get it right, but um, yeah, totally awesome Hulk. This um, is totally awesome Hulk, book number five. Book number five by Greg Pak. Um. Brent Chill did the cover. The cover's amazing, by the way. Like, this cover is great. The cover looks good. Um, Enchantress looking good up on her throne. Um, I love the little goblins. Brent Chill's really cool at drawing little shit like that. His attention to detail is great, but I 
fucking hate this book. Um, I'm glad they kept with the Asian thing because the, the new artist is Mike Choi. Um, so they're keeping it Asian, which I I have no problem with it. But the more I'm reading this book, the more I'm like, where the hell is Hulk? <laughs> I'm like, all right, enough. Can we have him and the regular Hulk? Because it has nothing to do with him being Asian. It's just he's not Hulk. Yeah, let's take all the race out of the side. The yeah. story sucks. Yeah, no, for um, real. It's they're they're doing shorter versions of good stories that the old Hulk used to have. Stories right. where he'd end up in Asgard and he'd end up trying to be enchanted by the enchantress to use right. him for something or other. Like all these older <laughs> stories, they're like, hey, let's put the same Hulk do the same thing instead. Where it's the Hulk got really boring. Mm-hmm. All right, you really needed to redo the Hulk, and I get that. I like the I like the whole Asian theme side, but you're not doing anything that feels Hulk. unique or hulkish. I'm like, just tired not, of him. I mean, I'm just tired of him fighting women. Like every fucking issue, he's fighting the chick. Yeah, yeah like, and he's, he's just talking about, oh, you're so beautiful. Dude. Oh, my giant pickles are. Like I'm just like, yeah. dude. Like I'm over this. Like I, I feel disgusting almost reading it. Like I'm just like, dude. This and is if cool. he was a brother, it'd be just as disgusting. If he That's was, what I'm saying. you know, French, it'd be just as disgusting. I mean, it'd be more appropriate from what people believe about the culture, stereotypically. <laughs> no, yeah. But at the same time, it's uh, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't read well. It's not something... I mean, for as kiddish as it feels, uh-huh. it's way too many adult themes. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, you guys made like a animated softcore porn and wrote it down. No, seriously. It's, I wish I had more hands. Well, um, I would give this book four thumbs down. I'm not a fan of it. I I read it twice and I can't even tell you what happened. Like I'm just like, uh, oh, enchanted I know what shows happened. Up. There were pictures, there were words, and none of it was any good. Well, all I, I can just say Synopsis. even better than that is <laughs> <laughs> that just shows up and then Thor does. So it's like, all right, is that it? That's not storytelling. Like, tell me a story. I bought this. Tell me a story. This isn't a story. Just it's just him fighting another chick. Hulk, Hulk met a chick that he liked dressed in green. He wanted a boner, and another chick dressed in silver showed up, and he's thinking about a three way. Like, oh, I want End a boner too. And then yeah. was it at the, the last, same time? But wasn't that the, the, the last story? Hulk, she Hulk showed up. He wanted the bone hair. You know Lady Hellbender showed up. He wanted the bone hair. You know what's fucked up? He just needs to go find Umar because Umar banged the last Hulk. She banged <laughs> this Hulk, and she'll bang him till he dies. So uh, I can't recommend this book. Yeah, Let's keep it book. Let's we'll, we'll keep it in the uh, terrible book sense. With uh, Action Comics number 51, uh, Superman. And what the fuck is going on with Superman? Okay. Like, what's going I'm, on I'm, I'm in this? I'm confused. Help me. This motherfucker's dying. <laughs> well, we all know I, that. I, so, no, what he's looking to do right now is he's looking for replacements. So, in this book, is this one's called The Search for Supergirl. So, he's looking for Supergirl, who apparently has been having trouble with her powers. Um, and like they've done with Power Girl over and over again, so I'm not sure why they're doing it with Supergirl again, but whatever. Well, Power um, Girl's gone now, I guess. Like, well, yeah. she, we, nobody knows. All right. Nobody knows. Yeah. But um, they've decided to have Superman start dying, so he's kind of doing his little last rites thing, where it's uh-huh. like, Supergirl, I want you to know I'm dying, and I really wish you'd hold up the S because you know what it means, and you're also from Krypton. And technically, you're my big young cousin, and you know, I decided to take a bath in kryptonite mm-hmm. instead of just going to my fucking house, which would have healed me instantly because I'm stupid, <laughs> super stupid. 
I mean, uh, you know, um, make sure you tell people, especially Batman, that your mom's name is Martha. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, Martha L will be fine. Um, you know, it's 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 not a good read. It's basically you still feel like DC is paving the way to replace Superman, which we know they're doing. Um, but are they? Because they're still yes. announcing new Superman books. Well, here's this is what what's confusing doing. me. Okay. Well, here's what they're doing. If you read any of the um, Lois and Clark book, uh-huh. they're taking that Superman and his son, uh-huh. and he's going to be the new mainline Superman. So it's pre-New 52 Superman's coming back. Yes. Okay. He's currently back. So he's back now? He's been back. And oh, that book. God. That book takes Damn place it. on the earth. And in this past issue of that, which I didn't bring that one to the table, and I didn't see you brought it either, nah. but in the past issue of Lois and Clark, which ties into what this is, is the previous universe Superman, mm. they find out that his son, Jonathan, who you can see on any of the Rebirth posters, mm. um, he finds out that he has powers in this mm. most recent episode. And then he finds out that his dad has powers. His dad's been wearing the black suit. They've been trying to live undercover because he does know that there is another Superman out there. Right. And they want to live a life of peace because, right. you know, they've gone through some bullshit, right? right. I mean, when motherfuckers destroy your universe, you know, uh-huh. you kind of might be like, hey, look, I want to take a little time off, you yes. know, yes. to save my family. So his son finds out he has power, so they can't live the lie anymore. Right, right, right. So this Superman just is conveniently dying uh-huh. and in the new one they're going to bring back more of the truth justice superman who's also raising his son giving him the uh-huh. same dynamic that they give batman now uh-huh. with him actually raising his son so now instead of you know hey look i'm taking on kids who are a little different cuz you remember uh superman also took on another kid who had superpowers back in the day that was like his Super kid boy. uh not just superboy but um uh zod's kid Oh, the girl? No, the boy. Oh, yeah! God oh, had yeah. a boy oh, kid yeah. in oh, one yeah. storyline. They just remember they just did away with yeah, it. He went back yeah, to, yeah. They all went back to the negative zone because, you know, yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. Superman book. Superman. But um, they did that. So they're basically doing it now where it's like, this is going to be his kid. So much okay. like Damien, no matter what fate he befalls, you know he's going to be coming back. Uh, and you know they're going to write alternate universes where he grows up to be like his dad and, you know, uh, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and they're just going away with all the continuity of well, you know, Superman lived to be like a million years in the future, or a million months in the future, uh-huh. so 650, no, 65,558 uh-huh. yeah, um, okay. years in the future. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, and Superman went a million, but that's all done away because, you know, Superman now has a kid who's apparently probably going to die at some point. Because uh, he ain't there again. So what yeah. do you give the book? Um... I don't know. What's lower than zero? Negative? Negative. No, nah, I'd say, I mean, this book's easily probably a, if you've been collecting it, it's a two. If okay. you haven't been collecting it, it's a zero. Okay. Don't get it. Fair enough. It's just, it's just filler for the next, you know, book to come in. Fair enough. Um, <coughs> I hate to do this, but I really have to pee. Go ahead, man. We can will, I, uh, you can just interlude. keep, like, do anything. I'll be no, man, back. We're going to interlude for a couple moments. Enjoy. <laughs> the rain makes me pee. As we interlude, I should totally like play a game of Smash Brothers while I wait, but then I'll get all into it, and then I want to do like you know I'll probably bop somebody, and I'll probably taunt on one stock, you know, before I finish bopping them, and then 
I want to bop them like two out of three and then three out of five. And then I get like so excited by bopping them. I'll probably bop them like five, six hundred times. You know how it is. So we'll just wait for a minute. You know, chill out. Hang out. On the interlude screen. But y'all can still hear me because the mic's still up. And we will be talking about more comics here soon. That's why I didn't want to do a podcast alone because it would be really like fucking weird to sit here and talk to myself. I think that would be the weirdest shit ever. But at the same time, because I have to uh, redo this audio and video later when I put it up on SoundCloud and iTunes and shit, I don't want to break the whole thing because it's easier to just cut a piece out and then resave the file than it is to, you know, put two pieces together and then you have different, you know, uh, different parts of the sound wave to cut out, you know, it's annoying that way. So this is easier, much easier, but, um, yeah, I mean... So still talk about some action comics bullshit. That shit sucked. I mean, I don't even know why I'm... I mean, I think out of just habit, I'm still buying some of these DC books, but they are really just not giving a shit about what they are writing um, until the rebirth hits. It fucking sucks. I don't even... I can't even really explain how it sucks. Um, it's just... It's so bad it hurts, DC. It's so bad it hurts. I don't want it to hurt like this, DC. I don't, it hurts almost as much as Prince dying, but Prince is better. Um, I think Prince could write better DC books right now than what they're putting out. Uh, you know, it'd be like, you know, Superman Reign. Ooh, Action Comics Reign. That'd be dope. Still looking at your cover. Oh, really? Did it, uh... I don't think it froze, tier low. Sorry. Uh, just for anybody doing the audio stream, we also do this live, so there's like a whole chat thing. If you go to uh, twitch.tv um, forward slash supersuit show, you can watch this live. Or uh, on Beam, also beam.pro forward slash supersuit, and sometimes on YouTube as well. Oh, I'm not. I'm just talking into the fucking mic right now. Oh, okay. Bullshitting with the fans. I'm talking. Appreciate um, it. Just because I'm lazy. And I don't <laughs> want to spice it later. Um, oh, my bad. Yeah, hold on. I just want to double check. Cause I, Do you think? Just make sure we didn't get frozen at some screen. Yeah, usually we have more like comments. Say again? Usually we have more comments, right? I, I, I thought that's what you were referring to or not. Yeah, I don't know. Well, there's there's stuff going on, and it's uh, also, uh, what's it called? Game of Thrones night, so I'm <laughs> sure we're going to have less viewers. But that's why we have the podcast and the YouTube channel and all this other stuff. So that way people can catch it after the fact. Because I know after this, I will be watching me some uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not Frozen. That's the right screen. Oh, okay. All right. That's the right screen and shit. Yeah, no, people use Twitch and it freezes. That's why we also do Beam and all the other stuff you like that. You just do all the other stuff. That yeah. makes sense. Go ahead, man. Have a seat, dog. My bad. My bad. I, we only we cover screen. <laughs> this is the interlude screen. Oh, this is the interlude screen. Okay. Interlude screen because okay. I don't have shit else. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I should get a screen that says interlude, but once again, I got a job. I'm lazy. Yeah, Part of that whole having a degree thing. Hey, all right, man, we got to work. And we're back. You know hey. what I'm saying? Almost like nothing ever happened. Nothing ever happened. It's a beautiful nothing thing. Happened, I appreciate happened. that. Yeah, man. Uh, Thor came down. He needed to borrow a better <laughs> hammer, so Taz had to go out, give him a better hammer. You know, shit, shit happens, man. No, no, it's all good. Let's just pick it up right here and there. Um, right, go ahead. I've been really enjoying this series, but uh, this is Deadpool and the Mercs for Money. 
Uh, I know you got an alternate cover around here somewhere. Oh, I got like five of them, bro. You got like five of them? Where did I put them? Uh, oh, shit. I was like, okay, I see one. Yeah. All right, I'm just going to hold this one. All right, so we got Bam. Bam. We got that one, Merch Bam. for Money. Merch and for then money. we got Bam, that one, <laughs> Merch for money. money. And then you know what else we got? Uh, we got Bam, Turn Merch out. for Money. All right. Out. This is um, issue uh, number three currently. I've been enjoying this series. However, I must say I did not enjoy this issue as much. Um, I think Colin Bunn on the writer kind of went a little overboard with it. Um, throwing a bunch of villains there um, in there. And like I'm just like, I don't even know who half these guys are. Also, I'm tired of Marvel doing me wrong, man. Stop doing mm-hmm. me wrong. Stop getting me, a.k.a. Taskmaster. Stop getting him having trouble fighting niggas. Like, this is supposed to be Taskmaster. This is supposed uh, to be Taskmaster. He's not up to task. He's... He... <laughs> he, uh... Can't argue it. Shut up. He... <laughs> I, I take this personally, because I'm like, this is practically me. Um, he... He he keeps, like, having trouble. And, like, to me, that's not Taskmaster. Like, Taskmaster fought the Avengers by himself. Like, he was the first villain to do that. Most villains, they, like, fight super groups. They show up with a group, or they show up with the henchmen. Nigga, 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 Taskmaster showed up dolo. Like, he showed up by himself. Like, nigga, what's yeah, good? Yeah, he showed up like Prometheus did against the Justice League. Like, seriously, that's why they did, um, when Wizard was doing the fight thing where people would fight, they would put Taskmaster versus Prometheus. Taskmaster won, of course. But, uh, because Prometheus had, like, enhancements. Like, he would, like, make himself stronger and do all this shit. But, yeah. but like, Taskmaster, you can just remember shit and just, just whoop your fucking yeah. ass. And Prometheus's greatest fighting skill was the fact that he could upload people's fights that was into his cool. brain. So if you were, cool. it was like he's like it don't matter you got Batman, fucking Jet Li, fucking Shane, uh yeah. what's called Iron Fist or anybody. I'm gonna adopt your tech your moves as soon as he start doing them. <laughs> no, seriously. I thought that was cool when he introduced him. He said I have a computer chip and he said I have a CD with all of the best fighters in the world. And when he went up against Batman because Batman was like I'm about to just fuck this dude up. And mm-hmm. uh, he was like I have a disc where to fight all the best uh, that gives me all the best fighters in the world and one of them are you. <laughs> yep. He said that to Batman. Batman was oh shit. <laughs> and Batman got uh, fucked up. Batman so. didn't say oh shit. Batman said <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Go God, no. My but, neck um, in my back. <laughs> Martha. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Martha. Martha. Superman came running. <laughs> oh man, Batman versus Superman. Why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? Oh, this is going to be a forever that joke. A forever meme. Forever. People be like, how can you be Batman, Martha? Martha. Oh. Martha. But anyway, um, God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Anyways, I also thought it was cool that Prometheus became a Midnighter villain. I'm like, dude, that makes sense. Like, they're both fighting machines. And I mean, you know, sadly, the only reason why Prometheus lose that fight is because he's still operating off CDs. And he hasn't upgraded to digital hardware. But that's what I'm saying. Like, imagine they did a Prometheus with Wi-Fi, nigga. Wi-Fi. Nah, he got it all. Nah, man. He's got to have something greater than Wi-Fi. He's got to have some next level shit. I couldn't afford Wi-Fi today. I plugged in the cable directly. I can't go out there. I can't fight you too far. I'm not going to pay my at t You're going to parking lot this. I have ideas. I like that. What did you just say? I mean, the cloud. The cloud. The cloud. The cloud. 
Dude, um, hold up. You 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 study uh, fight moves on your iPhone? Yes. Oh, motherfucker, I got your shit. I got mad ideas. Anyways, like I, did, like, I told you ideas just hit me. Like, ideas just hit me. So, like, a bunch just hit me just now. But, um, right. um Deadpool, the merch for money. Um, I, I like this book. It's now officially an ongoing. Um, which is smart. Which is a smart move because Deadpool is hot. Deadpool is the hottest. It's about it's it's gonna hit over a billion by Tuesday. Everybody's gonna get it Pool, on DVD. Pool got that fire. <laughs> but um, I can't say I could. I like this issue, man. Um, yeah, I I didn't like the way this issue was written. It felt like a filler issue. Agreed. And it didn't like happen. I don't yeah, think Smith even said anything. Like, well, he was like, it didn't feel like he was an issue. Was he an issue? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, so you almost have debated. Like, I don't. I. It was. It really was a filler issue. There's yeah. nothing like. There's nothing pertinent about this issue outside yeah. of the fact that you know. Once again, they've obviously just sold Taskmaster short. Like he got beat up by a dude who don't even have his limbs sewn on correctly. <laughs> like it's just. It was just. But I do like Evil Deadpool. I do like Evil Deadpool. I've always said that this is a character that should show up more see, often. I, see, I I never really cared for Evil Deadpool. I think he's. I mean. It's a cute idea for a degree, but it's like he's kind of also a very dumb character. And I oh. like the idea that um, I liked. Uh, oh God, what was his name? I just had him. Uh, I like Mad Hat. More Madcap. Madcap. I like Madcap more as a villain for him. I want Madcap and Evil Deadpool. I like Madcap. I like the whole concept of Deadpool. That Evil Deadpool is that he is just Deadpool without any of the experiences. That Deadpool had that makes him Deadpool today. Yeah. So he really is just 100% evil. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I like that concept that he's just, I'm just evil as fuck. He's pretty much Deadpool, <laughs> yeah. but evil. But see, that's where I'm kind of like, this he's been, the, that's the character. Like, you guys basically just said, okay, we're going to make Deadpool like super nice and everything. Right. And then we're going to just make the old Deadpool, but we're going to put his arms and random shit on that's backwards. That's awesome to me. And I like that his arm is backwards. I think that's cool. And I think, it, like I said, I think it's funny, but at the same time, I think that Madcap has a much more interesting dynamic. Well, Madcap should definitely be his, should definitely be his Joker. I definitely not, agree with that. Yeah. And, I don't know, for me, it's just like, yeah, Evil Deadpool is kind of a, it's kind of a shitty character. Like, I would like it more <laughs> if he constantly fucked himself over. Like, in, in terms of him doing shit, like, uh-huh. I'm going to shoot you, and he shoots the wrong way, like, 90% of the time. Instead, it's like, it's the point of your arms and shit being t- put on backwards. You fire normally. Like, in reality, you should probably just go threaten a fucking doctor and get your shit put on correctly. <laughs> put it on correctly. <laughs> but no, <laughs> I like that. I think it's a cool little twist, because the whole concept of Evil Deadpool is that, for those of you who don't know, Evil Deadpool is, you know, Deadpool gets limbs cut off, and he gets, they grow back. No. But uh, evil. De- there's this guy, this woman that was like dangerously obsessed with Deadpool and would follow him around. And every time um, he would get a limb lost, he she would collect it and just had it in this warehouse. Deadpool finds the place, kills her, <laughs> yep. takes all this shit, all his limbs, and throws it in a garbage can. And because he threw it in a garbage can, they fused together and became evil Deadpool. And one of his arms. He has two right arms, <laughs> but once the left one that was really the right arm is faced the other direction, yeah. <laughs> and so and I think that's cool. To me, that's funny. And but it is funny though. I but no, yeah, exactly. It says Deadpool is hitting that level of stardom. You're only as good as your villains, and to me, Deadpool needs more villains, and that's hard to do when Deadpool pretty much kills everybody. 
<laughs> Which isn't that hard to do, henceforth why most superheroes get flat when they just start killing people willy-nilly. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm for it, but I just can't, I don't, I don't like this issue. Okay. Well, um, same. I Yeah, I mean, easily that one was probably a five, just because I like the book. Right. And you got all five points because I like the book. <laughs> right. If you would have done the first issue like this, fuck you. I <laughs> but uh, next up, we have... Obi-Wan and Anakin. And reading this it? is, um, I don't know. Um, I like the book. Okay. I think the book's interesting. It takes place, and I'm a fan of the Star Wars universe, so I probably do have some bias. Uh-huh. Uh, this is the fourth book in what I'm guessing will probably be a miniseries. It seems like they're closing it out soon. Mm-hmm. Um, a reason I like this book is they they show the Jedi dealing with powers or dealing with threats that are not related to the Empire or the Republic. Okay. So it's a book where they're kind of off-world, stranded to a degree, and they come into two sides in conflict. Mm -hmm. Now, they had a distress call initially from the world, which, you know, they hadn't really heard from the world. And these people don't even know, like, most of the people there don't even know what a Jedi is. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? They're, They're very far removed, and they've been at war for time. So you have younger Anakin, who, you know, is not played by Hayden Christensen, which is great. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I mean, that alone is reason enough to read the book because Hayden right. Christensen ruined shit. Um, welcome Ryan Kilmall and Sam Grizzle. Uh, this is straight Jenner. Bruce Jenner from that Kyle. Kyle from <laughs> King of the Fighters, motherfucker. Hey, I mean, <laughs> technically, Bruce Jenner liked that. Hey, man. He was a decathlete and he's very... Japan are into Prince-looking motherfuckers. I, like, they're into, like... Feminine looking ass dudes, like that—that's just what they're into in yeah. Japan. So, to, you know. so in, in Japan, that's mad masculine, yo. Like. Mad masculine. <laughs> I mean, technically, we had a bad motherfucker up there earlier. We had, you know, Prince up there. Well, speaking know, of that, I don't know what I was saying. Not Shout too out far to Prince, you know. Uh-huh. What I mean, Rest in peace to you know, the god. R.I.P. R.I.P. You know, we gave him a shout out. Yeah, we did that earlier today. But, but um, um, yeah, god. Anakin, uh, Obi Wan, Anakin. I mean, it's as a standalone book, it's kind of interesting. I can't say, you know, if you're a Star Wars fan, I think you'll probably find it okay. Uh-huh. Um, I wouldn't say it's, like, an amazing... It's not on the level of, like, the uh, Vader book. Um, you know, it's not on the level of even the main Star Wars book. But it's still a pretty good read. It right, fits right, within right. the universe. Gives you a little bit of background to the relationship between, you know, that trust that Obi-Wan had with Anakin. Mm-hmm. And that almost, like, you know, he kind of goes over the fact that he is reluctant to take him at points, but he knows he's special. Right. You know, no, I'm and with you. it's, I mean, as a standalone, it's kind of an interesting book. I think and I just hate Anakin. Like, I don't, which, cra- which is crazy because I love Vader. <laughs> but it's like, I, I don't like Anakin. I think I've watched the prequels. I hate oh, yeah. calling them that. Yeah. Um, episodes one, two, and three. And episodes one through three will make you hate Anakin. Yeah, I hate they the character. They make you hate the character. He can be written so well. I, I can't even watch the Clone Wars cartoon. And I'm hearing it's great. I'm hearing it's fantastic. And I'm just like, can't do it, man. I've made it through three episodes. And I still hate You the it. Star Wars fan? You gotta watch all of them. It's canon. And I've heard this, but <laughs> I still hate Anakin. And, you know, anything. Like I said, I think I really do think that episode that um, Anakin really, 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 really was ruined by Hayden Christensen. I think that that was a sign of an actor ruining a character so badly 
uh-huh. that he took the taste out of everybody's mouth for that character. Like, he just couldn't act for shit. Like, no, not has he all. been getting work lately? Like, I don't think that... No, the like, last movie he did was a movie with, like, Chris Brown. Was it? Oh, uh, The Takers. Yeah, The Takers. Oh, okay, Takers. Ta- him, ta- uh, with Paul G. Walker, who it's like, rest in peace, but I hated you as an actor, too, so it's kind of... Jeez. Yeah. They just tried to put a bunch of sexy-ass dudes on the They're movie. Like, they just said, all right, go. They're like, hey, look, who's the sexiest dude you can find? Who's the sexiest dude you can find? And it was a shitty movie, It was just aimed for women. I was watching it, and I was just like, I don't think this movie's for me, like, at all. Like, that was that was another movie that I ended up seeing on a fucking plane, because there was a shit else on <laughs> And I was like, I'm not gonna fucking watch that. Fuck it, dude. Ain't shit that song. Oh, I watched it in Takers up all the way to Japan. I was like, dude. I mean, when you have a 15 hour flight, your fucking batteries only last so long on this your devices true. and shit. So, yeah, true. I was stuck watching that shit. And I remember I came back and told my fiance, I was like, I just watched the most horrible fucking movie. Like, this movie is so bad that I. I'd want to show you parts of it, but uh-huh. I feel bad for doing so. <laughs> like, I want to show you how bad it is, but I'll feel bad if I put this movie on. You know what I'm saying? But it, Big Smash Bros. Tourney today didn't get far but fun. Oh, man, congrats, dude. Um, I didn't know what he was saying. He said something in my tummy, like smash my tummy. No, nah, like, Tourney. Big Smash Bros. <laughs> tourney. Oh, okay. Um, shout <laughs> out, dude. Hope uh, gamer you get that far but fun. Yeah, game, gamer shit. Gamer gamer shit. Life. Hey, matter of fact, I could bring something up that uh, I haven't brought up in a while. Okay. I still challenge this man to like I don't know how many fighting games, and he's still yet to play me in Nigga! any one of them. Do we follow each them. other on any PS4? One of them. Man, said PS4, man. You come over to my house. The fuck, nigga? This is Sony over here, nigga. Nigga, you bring PS4 over here. I'll whoop your ass. I'll go to your house and whoop your ass in PS4. Nigga! I'll use your controllers. Nigga! Like, I got a Chronos Max Pro, man. I'll plug in any system and use this my arcade stick. This fucking guy right here. I what system? What game? And what game? Pick it! <laughs> you can, We can play Task 1 wins, motherfucker. I will be <laughs> I hate you so much. Oh, you went to Texas Showdown? Shout out to Texas Showdown, dude. Uh, oh, that's the dude from Dallas from last week. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, that's what's up. Matter of fact, uh... A homeboy uh, who goes by the name Terry Bogart. His actual name is like Joshua. Okay. But uh, goes by the name Terry Bogart. He got like third in Marvel. Oh, uh, NBC3? Yeah, Ultimate nice. Marvel's Capcom 3. Another game I bop you in. No. <laughs> I was waiting for it, you son of a bitch. That's all right, my nigga. Bop you in. Yo, yo, yo. That's good. That's his lady. So, of course, she's going to take his side. Like, of, no course, sides. of course. She's been with me, bro. So I go to world championships. I've been to Evo. I don't care. How you niggas going to get smashed? It's not a problem. <laughs> It's not an issue, but hey, bro, um, look, I got, I got. He was talking shit about Smash Bros. too. I got Smash Bros. right next to me. The console is. I on. did not talk shit about Smash Bros. Okay, well, I told you I well, am not look, that good at Smash Bros. You said I need some time. I do. I will play. I do. We've done seventeen episodes. <laughs> <laughs> that means it is not me from the beginning. I see, man, go back. I've had oh, no, 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 no controllers. No tears. Only fucking controllers. They got only, And I don't even talk shit. Only just, Birdman tears. You can't That's only tears. Like, only Birdman. You're going to respect my. <laughs> <laughs> you get no respect. You can respect. Put respect on my name. You know I'll, I'll beat you in all tree games. All tree. <laughs> all tree games. And you get no respect. <laughs> and uh, maybe the NBC tree. God NBC damn. tree. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Uh, I'll beat you in all tree MVCs, man. Anyways. But, Star Wars, Obi-Wan, and Anakin, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, Star Wars, Obi-Wan, and Anakin, I'd probably say it's like a seven. <laughs> um, it's, you know, like I said, it's a solid read, especially if you're a fan. It's good. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's pretty dope. Fair enough. It's pretty dope. Um, Go ahead, man. Go ahead. It's on you. 
What we got? You got me all like flustered, nigga. You got flustered. Um, he thinking nigga. about like I gotta think of a game I can win in now. Uh, Eat my ass, nigga. How about that? Let's get my L. How about, no. that? How about that go? Yeah, nigga, you see how clean these teeth is? <laughs> I don't need ass. Mine is better, nigga. You can make a win with that. But uh, let's get to something cool for a second. On Spider-Man Deadpool. I beat you in that game, too. <laughs> it's not even a game. <laughs> if it was, I game. would win. <laughs> so, <laughs> Spider-Man Deadpool. I'm scared about this book. Because I heard that Kelly and McGinnis, the guy who the writing and drawing it, they're only doing like the first six issues. And really? they're leaving. And yeah. it's ongoing, right? Yeah. And it's, it's like ongoing. I mean And guess who's doing it. the next arc? Guess who's doing it? Ugh. Take a guess. I don't even want to. Take a guess. I'll give you a clue, it should be obvious. He's been doing it for a fucking minute now. I don't know, you know right now. Oh really? Some guy's doing Deadpool. He's been he pretty much is the Deadpool guy. Like he does other shit, but he's only known. So it's Deadpool gonna be stuff. a much more Deadpool focused book. That's, That's kinda... what's concerning me. That's what's concerning mm, me. Yeah. Um, and I'm just saying that because I really, 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 really yeah, enjoyed no, this book. It's a really good book. I, I, really I enjoyed this issue. It. I especially enjoyed this issue, but. I can no, never mind. I can kind of see now. I'm thinking about the actual issue itself. I can kind of see how it would be more Deadpool focused. Ah uh, no, I they're, think, they're about I to, think they balance it really well. They're about to Doc Ock style him. I don't know what's going on. I don't want to reveal too much, but um, I'm really enjoying this book, man. Like I'm holding my hand, and I'm just like, God, why can't you guys stay <laughs> and just do this forever? It's really well written. This, yeah, this has this feels like a passion project. Like, this feels like a book that they're happy to write. Well, let's keep it you 100. I mean? Joe Kelly is, to me, he is the voice of Deadpool. Like, everything we know about Deadpool now mm-hmm. was because of Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly was the one that said, let's just make him a funny-ass dude. Like, pretty much let's just make him... What is... Excuse me. What is Spider-Man got rid of his Spider-Man powers and we gave him katanas and a gun? Yeah. And that's pretty much what he started out as, and then he just graduated more and more and more. But it was Joe Kelly, the guy who's writing this now, it was his idea to do this. And I'm like, I want you to just keep it going. Nigga, we had three Deadpool books dropped this week. Yeah. I just thought about that. We did. Three of them. And out of all of them, this is the one I like the most. It's just great. And I hate that yeah, I'm calling easy, it. Easy. Easy. Yeah. That's an easy winner. Yeah. yeah it's great. The story's good. Uh-huh. The characters are both well-written and given justice on it. Yeah. The, um... Plot is interesting going forward. Yes, and I mean just all in all, and the art's good. Yeah, uh, I, I like that. Um, Deadpool called Thor, a uh, female Thor, and you don't know how she showed up. You're like, how the hell is female Thor here? And pretty much, he, I forget he's an Avenger, and he gets the Avenger thing for her. Yeah, and said there's an emergency. <laughs> instead, it's for a date, <laughs> and she's like, "What the fuck? Like, uh, you called me for nothing?" Like. Uh. And then doesn't realize uh, that he's setting her up on a double date with Peter and another person who happens to be a succubus. Right, right. Because he dates awesome. a demon. And I wonder why Spider-Man just fell in love with her all of a sudden. All of a sudden, Spider-Man is just all about her. He's just he's a fucking succubus. Oh, yeah. And I love how like he's like, isn't your wife, uh, Deadpool, isn't your wife going to kill you? He's like, no, 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 no. I have a list. Basically, <laughs> oh, yeah, I can yeah. any of these certain people, you know, in female, in Thor, if he becomes a female. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he said I had like a list of all these characters. If they became female, I wouldn't want to be with them. And Thor was like number one, and like number four was Spider Man, but his word bubble was covering it. No, he was number five. That's all he was covered up. Yeah, and he was 
just like, uh, what's that guy right there? He's like, don't know how he closes it Like, that was just awesome. Um, I give the book, once again, Marvel knocking out the park with that book. Yeah, that, that's definitely a 10 out of 10 book right there. Uh, very solid. Um, like I said, I... I'm sad to see the writers go, but yeah. I mean, you know, I still have hope for still have hope for the book. It's got a really fun storyline. It's one of those books that it doesn't take itself too seriously, but there is an actual plot. Right. You know, most I think books where they're that entertaining, uh-huh. it's just the entertainment. Agreed. So, um, I'm gonna keep it moving with uh, Captain Marvel. Now, once again, um, this has been a book that we've given, you know, 10 out of 10s over and over and over again. Uh-huh. And uh, if it was a game, I'd still win in it. Um, but uh, once, again, this book, <laughs> once again, this book knocks it out of the park. Um, it's, it's still a great read. The art is fantastic. Um, the storyline is still going great. I love how they're playing... You know they're not going full cosmic, but it's still uh, it's still off world, yeah. Which gives them the dynamic of dealing with you know other species, kind of a little more of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain Marvel herself, uh, Karen Dival- Danvers, uh-huh. is written really well. Yeah, um, I think she's given a lot of justice in the book. It's, uh, I mean, I I personally think they knocked it out of the park again. Agreed. And um, with Captain Marvel, I think this is she's been written the best ever here um, to the point where I'm almost shocked that this book is done by some guys like I feel like there's some females that are doing this book because she feels like a female I've always had that problem reading with a lot of uh, books like I could tell that a guy is writing it mm-hmm. but with this book even though I already know like two of them are gay that's, that's probably helps it out a lot but uh, I, <coughs> she seems like a woman in charge to me I could feel that so um Captain Marvel is definitely one of my favorite books. I'm scared again because they're taking this team off for Civil War 2. Um, Christos Gage is a great writer, but mm-hmm. I, I like what he does. Uh, I'm just not too sure if I'm okay with that move. Yeah, and I am. Uh, and to uh, speak to Ryan, kill them all in the uh, chat, I was not really a big Captain Marvel fan in the past. Uh, I liked a lot of the stuff they did with her here and there. Like, I liked the uh, binary story arcs. I, you know, liked her here and there, but I was never, like, a fan. This book has turned me into a fan. Definitely. Um, This book is... And it's not just her character in the book. It's uh-huh. what they're doing with her character. It's what the other characters they bring in are also great. Like uh, Tassie said multiple times as we've reviewed this book, it has uh, the Alpha Flight team in it. Yes. Um, Agent Brand, who I you know really liked as a character when they brought her aboard, is in it. And it does take place off-world. So it's right. not the you know normal day-to-day Marvel, S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of interactions. Uh-huh. And in this book alone, they show how deeply integrated her station is. Because she's talking with uh, Agent Coulson. She's talking with T'Challa um, <laughs> on behalf of the Ultimates team. She's talking yeah. with the Guardian of the Galaxy. Talking to Rocket Raccoon. Well, she was on and, both teams, so that makes know, sense. And she was on both teams. And, you know, you not just being on both teams, but your station puts you in touch with... This level of communication right. Right. with other, you know, other characters, books, and 
I'd say almost like alliances within you know within your department, and I think that kind of once again it breathes a greater life into the Marvel universe. I can agree with that one hundred percent. And they bring in Alpha Flight, and I'm a big Alpha Flight fan, um, so I'm glad about that. You know, I've always said that comic books characters they need to have you know um, um, support characters. And, you know, so I'm a big fan of support characters, and so this book is one of the best I've seen. Yeah. Uh, Outstanding. Tens for me. I still love this book. Tens of the... Um... Ooh. I want to talk to you for a second. I'm just Ooh. I'm a... I I don't even want to challenge you in this game. Okay. We'll let... Okay. Oh, okay. Well, Well, because no matter, even if we both play, the winner will always be Karnak. Like, um, Dear Warren Ellis, um, or in Marvel... I'm gonna need y'all to make sure this book comes out monthly. Um, it's really good, and we should be on issue like seven, six or seven now. But uh, we've been holding back because I guess the original artist has some personal issues, some stuff he was going through. Um, this book scares me, man. Like, yeah. there are things that happen in this book that I'm just like, fuck, nigga, like. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. Um, I've, I think that what they're doing right now with Karnak uh-huh. is, it it's just it's overdue. Okay. Um, Karnak to me, and you know I'm a fa- because I was a Fantastic Four fan before mm-hmm. their team was decimated. Yeah. Um, they in the movies too. So just so <laughs> BVS supporters know, I still hate the fucking Fantastic Four movie. More than I hate Batman versus Superman. Don't get it really? twisted. Really? Oh God, they that's want. Worth the see, this is this is not now, but that's yeah. worth the conversation. No, no, I'll tell you right now. Okay, I grew up. My first book was a Fantastic Four book. Okay, I grew up my with my my dad. Uh-huh. He was a fan of Fantastic Four. When he was a kid, that was one of the books he read, and he loved the thing. He mm-hmm. loved the composite team. He liked how they dealt with you know they dealt with things as a group. Mm-hmm. It was a phenomenal read in many ways like I remember I had the issue and it was fucked up because that's why I didn't stay in Mint and I don't have it today mm-hmm. but I had the issue where Galactus first shows up I had the issue where Silver mm-hmm. Surfer shows up mm-hmm. and it was so dynamic and so interesting at the time with the science fiction concepts and everything that I grew up looking at most superhero concepts and comparing to them this is probably one of the reasons why I'm such a fan of cosmic things now uh-huh. because they introduced most cosmic things to the Marvel Universe. A lot of other characters weren't dealing with that at the time. Spider-Man damn sure wasn't for a while. So, when they made this movie and missed on every single fucking character and relationship, then not only that, ruined one of the greatest villains of all fucking time. And don't get me wrong, I'm a Thanos fan to the day I die, but I love Doom. But it sounds like, like Doom's my Doom. It sounds like you're also explaining Batman versus Superman. It did, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, it, it sounds like you're doing that too. Everything you just complained about Fantastic Four State, you can say the same thing for Batman versus Superman. They did it better. And it was good. Did they? It wasn't good. Did they, they made a better movie. Because the movie also sucked. The filming, the shots, the characters, the portrayal, how they just broke relationships for no fucking reason. Okay, I mean, don't get it twisted. You can still say that this is an Elseworld Batman versus Superman. This is no Elseworld Fantastic Four. I'll agree with you on that. This is no, like, they missed on every single, like, 
Johnny Storm and Ben didn't even really have a relationship. Then for no reason, at the very end of the movie, he chucks a fireball at fucking Ben. Like I never that hey, part irked me. That part upset me because I was just like, why? What did thing do to you? Like you have no relationship to this guy. You didn't grow up with him, so there's no relation. Why? I, that part really irked me. Exactly. I gotta agree with you now. Yeah. That's what I tell you. And then people. Reed leaving the team for a year, just running off for no reason. Like, you can tell that's when Fox that's not stepped in. That dude. That's when Fox stepped in and said, yeah. "All right, we got this from here." But um, yeah, that's he's that, not that dude. That's a I totally out of character thing. And then they were like tied with the government. You know what I mean? And being government trained for degrees and of time is sent on mission. Like, what the fuck? There's just one small scene where they're outside. Like, I, I don't know, man. God, we got back on Batman Fist. Anyways, yeah. um, right, we already got back on Batman Fist. Fuck, fuck Fantastic Four movie. Fuck, don't ever do that shit again, Fox. Stop it. You it's don't, don't do it. Fan Sell that it. shit back to Marvel. They can afford to buy it. Now, I'm just going to throw this out there. Oh, my um, God. Go back to the beginning. Oh. Woo. We got fan this nigga. Oh, um, uh, I'm hated. That's all I I'm relax, relax, nigga. Relax, 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 relax. You got it out. We got it out. All right, wait. Stop <laughs> <laughs> the bare man hair, bro. I think we got rules coming out. Yeah, you put some respect <laughs> on the Fantastic Four's name. Put respect on the Fantastic Four's name. You put some respect on that shit. Now, here's the thing. Um, On the WHIH thing that I mentioned earlier on YouTube, you can YouTube it. Um... You know when on CNN, we watch a CNN, they got little news stories crawling on the bottom? One of the things they showed on there is that Iron Man is opening up a program for youth, scientific youth. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that's how he's going to get into with Spider-Man. And then they could easily sneak the fan force stick in there. They could easily do that. Since this is practically the ultimate universe anyways, in the ultimate universe, you can make the Fantastic Four younger and, and that's the one thing that you could do that's just a little bit mm-hmm. different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. But anyways, and, back, and I'd be okay with it as long as, you know, Fox didn't do it. But anyway, yeah, well, Marvel will do it. But uh, yeah, anyways, Marvel back to Karnak. Um, this book Bro. scares me, man. Because Karnak is a scary motherfucker, dude. Yeah. Like, like Karnak is like, you know what? Karnak is a serious version of the Midnighter. You, so you think the Midnighter isn't as serious? I don't think the Midnight. I think the Midnighter has a more casual attitude to him about certain things. Like the Midnighter, and it might be the more the way he's written. Sometimes is the Midnighter knows how badass he is, and I think that he gets into situations with a different level of confidence. Where Karnak kind of looks at it like I've already killed you. Yeah, you're already there. You know what I mean? Where Midnighter's like, yeah, you know, hey, look, I've just processed this fight. I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And he puts a girl on his face. Karnak's like, I killed you before I walked in the room. Right. I didn't even need to know you were here, but mm-hmm. I did, and I've killed you and everybody you know. Well, I like that he says, you know, like, pretty much, they're like, how are you able to do what you do when you just kill somebody? And he just says, so chillingly, he says, well, we're all already dead. <laughs> Exactly. It's like, fuck, nigga. So he has no problem killing people. Because in his mind, he's like, well, we're already dead. Yeah. Because, and when you look at it, the Midnighter makes threats to people. Even before he kills them. Even if he's going to kill them. He still makes a threat to you. Karnak's telling you what happens. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where I say that's the difference. And why, like you said, why it's scary is the Midnighter, you're like, yeah, this bad motherfucker walking around really going to fuck you up. Even yeah. like Slade Wilson, you know, you're expecting a fight. Karnak's not fighting you. Mm-hmm. He's just finishing off killing you. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, because you're already dead. Because exactly. in his mind, he's like the flaw in all things. Every day we die. Exactly. So technically, you're already dead. You're just prolonging it. Yeah. So that's how he's kind of seeing it. And I love that scene where he tells the guy that. He's like talking to the guy uh, in S.H.I.E.L.D., which I'm hoping not, not every issue is just him doing shit for S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, that's my only big complaint, but it's not. It's just a very small one. But anyways, he's talking to the guy, and the guy, he's telling them they're already dead, you know, pretty much. We're just prolonging. I'm just helping you along the way. That's how he's seeing it. And she says, so we're all dead. He said, yes, including me. And then she says, so why do you still fight? And Karnak doesn't even answer. He just puts his hood on and walks away. And I just thought that scene was so chilling because that makes you really think about it. Like, okay. So then why are you doing this thing? If you're dead, if you're dead, we're dead, everybody's dead. It's, I'm pretty sure it's something Warren Ellis is going to touch on later. Yeah. But, Warren Ellis, um, he's, he's very mysterious in that way with his writing is. I want to drop something deep on you, and I'll answer it like two books later. That will make you just think like, fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm, I won't tell you because I don't want to ruin it, but pretty much Carnage does something fucking crazy in this fucking story. Yeah. And... As he And, um... He says, you know, after he does something crazy, the guy that's with him looks at him with a scared look and says, are you Satan? (laughs) (laughs) And Karnak says with a smile on his face, Satan was a story. I'm Karnak. Like that dopeness, Jesus. man. Jesus, like that scene just made me go, dopeness. "Fuck, man." Yeah. Karnak's a bad dude. Karnak's that dude. And, yeah, and Ellis is a hell of a writer. Uh huh. Um, it's, I mean, it's a good book. Pick it up if you can. Um, it's one of the few books that I'll say, even if it does stay bi-monthly, it's uh, worth still the reading, wait. Definitely. Yeah, it's worth the wait. Like a lot of other books, I'll drop out on. It maybe collect a paperback or something, but mm-hmm. dude is. At 10, 10, 11 out of 10. I say like 20. I love yeah. it so much. Yeah. But I'm it a Warren Ellis fan. Same um, here. I'm Warren Ellis is that dude. Okay. Warren Ellis is one of the few artists I'll see him and I'm like, oh, I'm getting that. Whatever that is. So, yeah. 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 I'm. I'm... <laughs> if I had more hands. Yeah, seriously. That's that cold. All right. Next up is uh, another fun book. Uh, Power Man and Iron Fist. I like how it looks like it's floating. I know, it's like awesome. they look like they're 3D. That's pretty dope. That's that um, yeah, you're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so he's using his superpowers right now to make this come out at the thing. But um, the uh, the Power Man and Iron Fist book is great. Yep. Um, it's uh, hold on, I'm spelling something in chat real quick. Um, I think I spelled that right. Yeah, you did. Yeah, cool. All right, uh, Power Man and Iron Fist is a fun book. It's great. This is a team that uh, I think the art speaks to the time that they were created. Yeah. Because it feels very seventies. It's very black exploitationist. Yeah, very black exploitationist. Yeah. Um, the book is written around that, and I personally think that this is a very fun way to have a good time with a good book. Great. I like how they had uh, Jessica. Jones show up in the book too yeah. and basically um, Luke Cage's comments to her mm-hmm. where he's like he's like, hey basically um, you know I don't think Jessica likes me and he's like no she just gets what she wants but <laughs> like well, she basically talks yells and curses at everyone my only problem is you can tell that the, the writer David Walker he can't touch Jessica that well he can't touch her. Like, you know Marvel's doing something with her. They don't yeah. know they want to give her a book or not. 
Right. Um, but you can tell that, you know, he wants to throw Jessica in there, like have her actually show up and shit. But um, you can tell. You ha- I mean, you have to. That's Luke Cage's wife. Well, got yeah, his baby. Agree. That's his baby mama. And not even just baby mama. That's his wife. And that's right. the mother of his child. And so, like, I like how this is pretty much... This is pretty much lethal weapon in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much Riggs and Murtaugh. <laughs> with um, Riggs is pretty much Iron uh, uh, Iron Fist. And he's the one that's like, yeah, we should get back together, yo. Do all these explosions. Do all this shit. And Luke Cage is the, I'm too old for this shit. Danny. <laughs> Damn it, Little Danny. Danny I don't even see why we're doing this. What's the point? Yeah, man, I got a family at home. Seriously. Man. Like, man, I didn't save the world with the Avengers. I done done all this stuff. I'm kind of just trying to chill. Yeah. And, and, and Iron Fist is just a happy go. Like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like, yeah. You want to go out here and fight all these motherfuckers? I got to go home and change diapers. Seriously. You know? like, I like that aspect of it. There was, it's almost like bad boys. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I like that. But just in the Marvel Universe with like... It's just that with, like, uh, you know, like, uh, artifacts and superhero shit. So, like, yeah. I love this book. Um, I like that two brothers are doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we need more people of color doing actual books so that we're represented better. I'm all for that. Um, either way, Even though it's black exploitation. It is. But, <laughs> but exploitation is great. I'm a fan of it. I love mm-hmm. black exploitation. We created it. Like, yeah, it well, I'm like saying it sounds shit. like. Yeah. Something that's, you know, because it sounds like exploitation of blacks. Well, yeah. But we didn't come up with that name, but we. Damn, we need a new name then. Yeah. No, I don't care. Oh, we should call it the uh, Toast and Task style. The Toast and Task and Toast style. Whatever you want to put it. Whatever we can do. It's all good. Well, Abuse it and capitalize, baby. If it makes sense to you, the guy David Walker who writes this also writes the Shaft book for Dynamite. <laughs> Which I need to pick up because I like Dynamite books right now. Shout out to Dynamite. Dynamite's um, doing uh, Dynamite's doing their thing. I think yeah, I got yeah. a Dynamite book. Yes, I do. Yeah, you do. And a Boom That's Studios book. Shout out to Boom Studios. Um, I give that book a 10 out of 10. Uh, I love yeah, it. I, I love it too. Um, I can't find any flaws with it. I love the dialogue in it. I like the uh, the artwork's cool as shit. It's pretty dope. It's pretty I want dope. them to stay away from all the shit. Like Marvel needs a Marvel Knights line again, where Marvel Knights are pretty much just these guys are over here. <laughs> and I think they're doing that kind of with, and I hope they continue this with, but the Netflix series, right? Well, now. yeah, that's and I think they need on. to write. Kind of like with this, mm-hmm. where I think they need to write books like that. Like they need to Agreed. bring Jessica Jones back in the alias format. Mm-hmm. Have her down in Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Bring De- Daredevil right over. Right. Bring and Daredevil. kind of like you're saying, show us those street level heroes. Show us those vigilantes. And that's my only problem with the shit called being called the Defenders, because to me they're not the Defenders. To me they're the Marvel Knights. Yeah. And I would like Marvel Knights better, but I understand. Why they didn't do it? Why would they call themselves Marvel Knights? <laughs> yeah, true. So it's like true. I understand it, but to me, they will always be the Marvel Knights. And for those of you who don't know, there was a superhero team that was pretty much just the street level characters. Black Widow was in it, but now she's like a list now, which is weird to me still to this day. But um, it's like Daredevil, Black Widow, Cloak, Dagger, Luke Cage. Moon Knight and Punisher. <laughs> it's just yeah. some street level ass characters. Ooh, Ghost Rider in there too. Right? No, Rider but, but when the Ghost Rider book came out, it was under yeah, the Marvel Knights okay. imprint. Yeah, and they're pretty much going that way. I don't see Daredevil being involved in Civil War because honestly, he wouldn't give a fuck. He's like, all you niggas are breaking the law. <laughs> That's how Matt Murdock was in it. Like, uh, I'm a lawyer. Uh, all of you are fucked up. But yeah. um, I'm hoping they go that route with it. Pretty much. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I love the book. Um, it's fucking awesome. I can't say anything else. Let's keep it uh, moving. This right here. Oh, uh, go, 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 twice. Oh, my bad. No, no, no. We, okay. we, we skip it, man, because I was going to okay. go real quick. Okay, so. all right, we'll make it quick. Almighty um, Thor. I love this cover. Even though the guy didn't really draw this issue because it's like a flashback, I think it's great because it talks about how Thor is showing up when he. Because people forget in the, in you know Norse mythology, people actually prayed to Thor yeah. like he was Jesus. Thor is a god. Yeah, he's a god. So they no. prayed to him. Nah, Jesus was like he was Thor. <laughs> this guy. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. Thor show up. Then the, 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 yeah, bro. Thor show up. Thor he's like, like, hey, Thor, come down and fight a battle with me. And Thor's like, um, I'm cool. <laughs> and like, it was just crazy because it was like, um, it was crazy because like, I like how Thor was kind of this young cocky motherfucker. And that's the Thor I know and love. It's the Thor I know and love. He was the cocky. He's the cocky, arrogant dude in the team. Like, I'm Thor. I hate how in the Marvel Universe, the movies. You know, I, love, for, I tell people, for how much I love the Marvel Universe, the, movie, the Marvel movie universe, I have a lot of complaints, too. One of the biggest complaints I have is I do not like that they took away Thor's strength. I don't like that. In the Marvel universe, in the Marvel comic book universe, he's practically Superman. <laughs> okay. He's pretty much if Superman was a god and had a hammer. He has oh. strength. He has flight. He has super speed. He can travel at warp speed. He can travel to different dimensions. He can travel to different planets. Thor in the movies is pretty much just a nigga with a hammer. <laughs> yes and no. I don't see him doing anything strength wise other than fighting the Hulk. But he got his ass whooped by Hulk. Like, Hulk fucked him up. I mean, he stood for a while, but you got to keep in mind. Unlimited, no ceiling strength. Strength level. Still, it has never been confirmed who would win between Thor and Hulk. They even made Thor stronger in the cartoon. I mean, Stan Lee even said, hey, I mean, Hulk has no ceiling of the strength. Fuck all that. You're not going to kill Hulk. You're not going to beat Hulk. Hulk is the strongest being in the Marvel Fuck Universe. And Hulk's my nigga. And I but mean, you know, you got I mean, nope. come on now. Go even say. Thanos would try Fuck to, Thanos. even Thanos has said I avoid Hulk, but he backhands Thor every chance he can get. Fuck all that. That shit's happening. That nigga got uh, backhanded okay. by Thanos. I don't care. Thanos. Uh, I don't want to bring up stands because I mean, literally backhanded. Uh, I'm not even talking about like, oh yeah, they got in a fight. You guys are backhanded. But but I do like in the original Secret War when Hulk was holding the mountain. That was pretty cool. Uh, but um, anyways, this was a great book. I don't want Jason Aaron to leave Thor. Um, no, I feel you. But reading this issue made me really miss Odin's son. Um, yeah. He's still around. Yeah, he's just not as written in the shit. Yeah. Because he, he has, has an axe, axe now. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jaborn or whatever. Yeah. Jawborn. Jawborn. You know, I'd almost been okay if they gave the new female Thor Jawborn, only because they don't make any sense of why the hammer now, or they haven't yet, right. of why the hammer now is so much more powerful. Have they ever explained why Thor lost the power in the first place. Because in that, that event that I've already forgotten the name of. Um, um, not Secret Wars, but no, uh, Super Secrets. Um, secret motherfucking shit. Some kind of shit. Uh, guy on the... Because there's a man on the wall. Yeah, it, it, just, it literally came and went. And, yeah. um, Dumb event. Okay. Yeah, and um, um, you know they're all fighting Nick Fury. And Nick Fury whispers something in Thor's ear. Yeah, he tells him a secret. 
and then all of a sudden Thor just loses all his powers. Yeah, Thor and, is all of a sudden unworthy. Yeah, and I'm just like, Ooh, what was it? I'm like, did they ever explain what was said? No. Or did that just kind of get tucked under because Thor girl exploded so big, they were just like, fuck it, she's Thor now. <laughs> Hashtag EarthX. Like, let's keep it... One- oh, God damn it. Let's keep it 1,000. Thor has never sold this good. Hasn't. He has never sold this well. But she has. Which I hate to agree. You know, I, I, I went to school for business. So I got to see things from a business standpoint first. And, and I can't help it. He went to school for business and still call it business. I call it business because I'm hooked. And uh, I don't say that at work. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, man, you know, I work, I'm like, greetings. Hey, man. <laughs> you moved on up and he stayed back. <laughs> God damn it. But, um, so yeah, he, um, you know, from a business standpoint, I can see why they're going with Thor Girl. Because when the smoke clears, their job is to sell comic books. Us fans, we have to understand that. Like, it sucks. I get it. But if you don't like it, don't fucking buy it. And the book's, Obviously, and the book's and not the book bad. the book is good. The book's not bad. So they can't, you can't hate on it. Like, yeah. you should have been buying Thor when he but, was a dude. But like you said, it's not explained. But I think I know. Explain it. I think what he whispered to him is, I think he told him, you gave Jane cancer. Ouch. You mean Superwoman? Oh, ouch. I was going to leave that alone until the book came out. But uh, um, just a quick little thing, you know. We pointed, we, we were talking Sick about this Barry. through the week. Um, they released a DC preview and they talked about Superwoman. And Superwoman, um, they're basically taking the Superwoman costume from All-Star Superman. And I had some debate with somebody else earlier this week about this. He was like, well, it's the All-Star Superwoman cartoon. And I was like, no, no, no. All-Star Superwoman was given a potion that lasted for 24 hours, and she was able to have the powers of Superman, and she went back right the fuck to being Lois Lane because Superman was dying. Right. This Superwoman is now apparently got the powers of Superman, but as she uses the powers, Mm -hmm. she's dying. Right. As Jane Foster uses Thor's powers, she's dying. And she's trying to live up to Thor's, you know, legacy... And Superwoman's trying to live up to Superman's legacy. The and House of Ideas, my nigga. Dude. The House of Ideas. I, I swear to God, it was the so... The House of Ideas. I, I already told him, because someone was like, well, how would you do it better? And I said, I'd do it like this. Okay. I like this. She, I, she would have the same... She would have the same potion that they had in All-Star Superman. So Superman dies. She goes because she knows where Superman used to live. Even mm-hmm. Supergirl can take her there. However the fuck you want to get her mm-hmm. there. And she finds that he had more of the potion. Mm-hmm. So she starts taking the potion to do what Superman did. And mm-hmm. it's her challenge instead is that she only has so much potion. Right. So you have the real conflict of what should you do with this awesome power? Because the power is only going to last for, say, 24 hours at a time. You can't go into space and fight an alien armada without bringing a bunch of it with you. It's so true. you have to work the power as it needs. So... Whose needs come first? Mm-hmm. How do you determine where to be? And that's one of the things that Superman, being a single person, mm-hmm. would have a trouble, you know, being with. So you have this interesting dynamic of I'm running out of ability. You don't have to have her dying or any stupid shit like that because you already have a character doing that. You have the idea of I have all this power at my disposal. What do I do with it? Right. And you know, then you have other concepts. Do I take it to a scientist and have them try to redo it? Would they try to use it for themselves? Right. You know, I mean, there's but all my kinds whole of ideas. my whole argument with everything is 
Is Superman alive or is he dead? What the fuck is going on? But this person saying I'm trying to hold up his legacy. I'm like, how is he holding up his legacy? But the book's still coming out monthly. Like, I'm confused. And then also this Chinese motherfucker, but he's supposed to be getting Superman's powers too. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm not against that idea, but only if he was Superman. Now it's like, okay, he's Superman, but the real Superman's here too. And Superwoman has powers too. I'm like, wait, there's I thought he was pre-crisis, dead. No, you're wrong. Pre-crisis Superman. Make it make sense to me. Pre- okay. There's pre-crisis Superman okay. who's already there, okay. but just not being Superman because mm-hmm. he has a kid, mm-hmm. which has Superboy, mm-hmm. which is basically another Superman, mm-hmm. Jonathan Kent. Which and then you have Lex Luthor Superman, who's now going to take on uh, his old green suit, make it smaller and more form fitting, and be mm-hmm. a new Superman, mm-hmm. basically white steel. Okay. And yeah. then you have Superwoman, who's mm-hmm. basically Superman. She gets his powers and is basically taking the role of Jane Foster in the Superman universe. Then you have Supergirl, who's basically Superman but female again. Superman with tits. Well, Superwoman. Yeah. But calling herself girl yeah. to defeminize herself. Whatever. So and then you have Asian <laughs> Superman, who is their answer to a diverse Superman. So you have women Superman, bald technology Superman, baby child Superman, Asian Superman, and that's all you need. So my question is, why do we need Wonder Woman? <laughs> <gasps> because you also need Amazonian ah, Superman. Stop it! Come on, stop now. it! By stop it, I mean DC. Um, yeah. Anyways, Thor this week was great. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of the new artist, but I get what they were trying yeah. to do. I didn't care for the art, but the story was good. But the story was good. I give it, it an really eight. Good story. Really good. Yeah, I'd probably say around an eight. Yeah, I'd give it that. Yeah, I enjoyed the story. But um, next up, and this will be a short one. Uh, Hyperion number two. Um, Meh. this book is boring. Meh. Um, Meh. I don't know why they chose this storyline. You could have done so many other things with this great character. Uh, go back, Marvel, and read some fucking Supreme Power. Why is Hyperion fighting the circus? I'm like, he's Superman. Why is he fighting the circus? Yeah, because, I mean, why? And they're introducing a female character I don't give a shit about. Like, I don't care. I'm not interested. He could have just taken her to another city and they would have been fine. It just dropped her ass off. Seriously, I don't understand. Here you go, you're in California. Enjoy, bye. I'm scared for Nighthawk, even though it's being written by the same guy who's doing Power Man and Iron Fist, so it shouldn't be too bad. Yeah, I mean, I'd have more hope for Iron... I don't think they want. They know what they want to do with this version of Hyperion, and uh-huh. because he's supposed to be a different version, um, they're taking a different role with him rather than do the more popular Supreme Power I version. You. I feel you. And it just it comes off that way. Um, um, three yeah, out of ten. I give maybe. it a two. I don't like it. Yeah. I'm scared of Nighthawk, but I, I like the idea of Nighthawk because I said it for the longest time. I said I want to do a superhero vigilante and fucking Chirac. <laughs> That's the whole concept of the Nighthawk book. He lives in Chicago when no. niggas just kill each other. And he's just going to be killing them too. Like, you guys are all going to die. It's murder. No, seriously. Yeah, um, I want to switch uh, uh, to uh, invi- um, Image. Invincible. Image. But since I said that, uh, Invincible is back. Yes. And I'm going to say this. I've been saying it, and he is my witness. I've been saying this for about 10 years now. Easily 10 years because I picked up this book when it started coming out because yeah. of his recommendation. Invincible is the best superhero book coming out. And it says it at the top. It's serious. They crossed it out, but I don't want to be real why. No, but no, they crossed it out because it's the best comic in the damn universe. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Um, what, what else can I say about this book? It's fucking amazing. Um, 
I'm glad it's back. It needs to just be monthly. It seems like they're having trouble either A, keeping an artist, or B, now fucking Robert Kirkman's a fucking rock star. Yeah. <laughs> He's too famous. He's too famous. This is the guy that created Walking Dead. Yeah. He also writes Walking Dead. The guy who writes probably the best zombie epic ever also randomly creates the best superhero comic ever. Oh. Like, um, it's amazing. I love it. Uh, 20 out of 10. Yeah, I, I've loved Invincible from the start. I still love it to this day. Same. It's fucking amazing. Same. Um, I really can't say anything anything negative about the book. And if you're not an Invincible fan mm-hmm. or you haven't read the book, go back and pick up some of the trades. Yeah. You will be in for a fucking treat. Yeah. It is, it is not only a fun read, it is brutal. It is. It is violent. It is very violent, but it's violent. It feels like it fits. Yeah. It doesn't feel out of place, and the fights are epic. You really will start going on to start versus battles all day. You're really like, well, truck that shit, dude. We'll get fucking invincible versus this dude. I mean, it's it the is Superman awesome. fight. Superman should be having. Yeah, and the best part about it that um, that my man Task here told me about when it was probably like. 20 issues in and I I noticed I was like holy shit you're right the continuity has stayed for the entire series yep. like they I mean every plot like they don't go out of their way to just change shit for no reason Yeah, you have a reason you have an issue you referred to it's 127 issues in and if you read it you will feel like you understand the storyline yeah. all 127 and issues and something will happen in one issue they'll just show a small little something Mm-hmm. And then they won't come back to it for like twenty or thirty issues later. Yeah, and that's amazing how you can keep the continuity for that long. And then, oh, and it makes it feel like this threat is even that bigger because this bad guy really built it up. It wasn't just one issue you see something small. The next issue is this huge thing. Yeah, no, it's building. It's been building up for years. Yep, and then it just pops out. They're yeah. like, holy fucking shit. Like, damn, I remember like, back in the like, yeah. 20 issues. I remember that motherfucker. I remember that motherfucker showed up and he yeah. just said soon or something. And then that yeah. shit's crazy. I highly recommend Invincible. It was my, when I ran my comic shop, it was the number one book I've told everyone. Next to The Authority. I couldn't do The Authority because it didn't come out anymore. So I it recommend hurts. Invincible it hurts. for everybody. They, image, make sure this book comes out monthly, man. Uh, this is going to be another quick one. Just, And I only want to touch on this because of one event. This is Injustice, Gods Among Us, Year 5. The best book easily that DC is putting out. Yeah. Um, hands down. Um, this should be your main universe right now because of how murderous Batman and Superman are. It seems but, like on that um, In this book, Superman kills like a whole fucking building almost full of people. It is fucking awesome just for that part, just for that point. And it's okay here because injustice. And you don't give a fuck. So if you um, if you ever say Martha, you'll stop Batman. If you ever say Joker, you can get everybody in your city killed. Yeah. Just so you know. Um, however, this book is a good read. Um, it still stays a solid eight out of ten. Just because if you follow this, it is its own universe. Uh-huh. It is good. It's I mean. The game was kind of fun too. The game is cool. Um, I need another one. Cool game. Yeah, they need to make an injustice. I want to say something about injustice real quick. Um, there's this guy that I follow on Twitter. I don't want to say his name, but um, he runs this. Uh, I'm just gonna say an online community of blurgs. Okay. And there's like ten thousand. Yeah. But, you know, mm-hmm. No, he, I'll they're just common. Say, I'll just shit. say his name's Blurs Online. Um, oh, Blurs Online. Online community of blurs. The dude is obviously a DC stand. Oh yeah, like he's 
Obviously, I used to get into arguments with him because I'm like, bro, you're not making any sense. I understand you're a DC fan. Just say you're a DC fan. And he just consistently goes in there and talks all the shit in the world about Marvel. Marvel fucking sucks. While he stays trying to big up DC. And to me, to this day, I never understood why... I never understood why... But I, I want to get a black guy in here who's a DC head. And I want him to explain to me why he's such a huge DC head. Like, to me as a black man, I gotta be... I don't like to throw the race card. But I feel like they're represented better and more in Marvel. That's just my opinion. You can disagree with me all you want. But this guy, anyways, boys online, I want to keep this too long. But me and him get into an argument because I'm just like, dude, Superman's not a killer. And they're like, he's like, Superman kills all the time, bro. And he always posts little pictures of Superman killing. And I say every single time. He has a little blur community, dude. like, yeah, man, you see, he's right. Superman's a killer. I'm like, dude, every single one of those pictures is from fucking Injustice. <laughs> the whole concept of Injustice is Superman's a killer. <laughs> the whole concept of it is the whole storyline. It's an awesome storyline. And it leads to great additional stories. But when you get down to the meat and potatoes... It's just Superman kills now, nigga. You know, I've had this argument with people, not him in particular, because I saw him post one time with uh, Amazon. See, DC characters kill. I was like, Wonder Woman's always killed. She's an Amazonian warrior. It's kind of part of her character. And no one argues but, that. But, you know, that's perfectly fine in that case. And I seen him post another picture, but I had the same argument with another person, and I felt too tired to go to the <laughs> If you take five years... Mm-hmm. Of a storyline, year mm-hmm. five or whatever, Injustice. Let's say it's five years. I'm pretty sure it's around that from uh-huh. Injustice debut. Mm-hmm. Five years, and you call that continuity against almost eighty fucking years. Mm-hmm. You're dumb. I agree. That's kind of all there is to it. You really don't understand the concept of comic books over time. And it's cool if they're going the Injustice route in the movies. Mm-hmm. Here, however, it'll fuck up your argument in it. Nothing that Injustice does, mm-hmm. they do outside of killing people in the Batman vs. Superman movie. Right. So when people talk about it, it's more of you didn't set up a hero mm-hmm. to fall at the hands of a horrible event. Right. You set up a jackass right. to be more jackassish right. and then question himself right. and then be more jackassish yeah. and then say Martha and be right. saved and then all of a sudden he's some sort of hero. He didn't die a hero mm-hmm. in the Death of Superman. So when people are like, oh, well, you know, he did his homework. He did the whole Death of Superman. Like five fucking minutes of that movie or the death of Superman. The rest of it is him fighting some weird alien fucking creature that was not as powerful yeah. or as deadly, yeah. nor did as much destruction as fucking Doomsday did. And, and it was not heartfelt because he wasn't that hero yet. And Superman didn't use a kryptonite to kill him in the comics. He beat him to yeah. death. <laughs> we'll take the semantics out of it. Okay. The Superman that died in the comic books was a hero around the world. He was part of the Justice League team already. We, he was a hero for, are we the, for tons of years. Yeah. I'm not even trying to do it. I'm just saying. Motherfuckers don't understand continuity. <laughs> don't understand storylines. We, we try not to, but... We, the actors were fine, but the we, Jack Snyder fucked up that movie, so all right? Much. We yeah. had it so much. And don't get me wrong. I still hate Fantastic Four more. Oh, God. And I it, do. The only thing I that do. can redeem Batman, Batman vs. Superman for me is if they just do injustice. That's the only way. And, and that was like the only kind of do. That movie is redeemable. Yeah. Fantastic Four is not. So before you call <laughs> me a fucking Marvel super stan, uh-huh. a lot of fucking Marvel movies are not fucking redeemable. There's a whole bunch of pieces of shit yeah, in there. Iron Man but, 3. yeah, Iron Man 3, Iron Man fucking 2 sucked as well. Yeah. But at the same time, 
Batman vs. Superman is the most recent movie. It is getting the most attention. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to talk about it because it's the most recent one. Agreed. Just like Fantastic Four. I wouldn't shut up about how fucking shit that movie is. Matter <laughs> of fact, my dad, who got me into Fantastic Four, I told him, don't watch that piece of shit. Yeah. Don't bother with your fucking time. It ain't even, it's so bad it's not worth seeing. Oh, man. But um, anyway, moving on. Moving on. Um, We're going to keep an image for me. Um, knock him out. Which is in the Malora verse, Mark Malora. I've told people this before. Mark Millar does not write comic books anymore. He's writing movie plots. Um, Huck is great. I love the concept. I thought that he was just going to make him Superman. He's not Superman. I like that pretty much. He ha- he has strength and agility, but his main power is if you tell somebody, if you tell him somebody's name, he can find that person. Let's no go. matter where they are. No matter where they are in the world. So people are going up to him saying, hey, I haven't found my daughter in like 10 years. And he'll go and find her. Like he's running and he's running through the woods. He's jumping on trains. He's doing all this shit. Like he is like a, a, a superhuman basset hound. Like that's just pretty much all you have to do is tell him his name. Um, this is another great issue. But you can tell that this is made for a movie. Huh. Um, he's already trying to cast people for it. That would be a dope like ongoing series kind of. From what it's but I like, like the whole concept that Huck is pretty much Forrest Gump. Like, pretty much the whole concept of this is what if Forrest Gump had powers? He's not a smart guy. He's very, very gullible. Matter of fact, he gets caught in trouble because of his gullibility. And I think that's kind of awesome. I think that's a great little concept to switch to the character. As in, he's not... It's not that he's retarded or special needs. It's just he he ain't 100% all there. And I think that's a great concept for a superhero, um, which is another reason why we did Moon Knight last week, which was also great, which is something that explores, you know, the human mind and stuff like that. So um, I like Huck. I want to see more of it. You're about to post something on the screen. <laughs> I made that earlier. You made that earlier. <laughs> yeah, because they had. <laughs> Sorry, I'm showing them something offline, man. What? I'm gonna put the What? Send me that. Send me that. I mean, it's a meme, right? I mean, not a meme, but a, that's a gif, right? I think so. Send, post that on my Twitter. Give yeah, I gotta, I gotta work that out. Okay, right, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, so Huck, ten out of ten. Cool, Huck. Uh, yeah, I need to, I need to pick up that book. Um, It'll be on a trade. Yeah, I need to pick up some trades. Uh, I got two books to go through. Um, both actually pretty good. Uh, the first, um, Lords of the Jungle, uh-huh. I didn't really care for as much, um, mainly because... Oh, hold on. I need to cancel that one, though. That's fucking my shit up. Uh-huh. Um, the first Lords of the Jungle, I didn't really uh, like as much, but it seemed like... It felt like a setup book, so I decided to give number two a try because I like Dynamite's books right mm-hmm. now. Uh-huh. Um, they've had quite a few books that I've been like, all right, y'all motherfuckers doing it. And this shows that the payoff was worth it. This mm-hmm. is a much better book. Mm-hmm. Um, the setup was legit. This is Tarzan and uh, Sheena. Right? Sheena the She-Devil? Yeah, Sheena the She-Devil. Yeah. And um, the book basically puts Sheena the She-Devil in Tarzan's universe. And they're kind of trying to figure out what's going on. But the writing's solid. The story seems like it's going to be interesting. They haven't figured out the whole plot yet. Uh, or they haven't put forward the whole plot yet. Mm-hmm. But, of course, you know, she's trying to get back home. And we don't know what Tarzan's biggest thing is, except for it feels like you know he's uh, he's looking for Jane and something's happened. Uh-huh. So they're gonna pork. They're, I mean, hopefully, 
<laughs> Hopefully for him. I, I mean, mean what, what are the point would there be? That's I mean, she's basically like, Jane, but badass. You know? Yeah, no, yeah. He would be. But, he's uh, an animal, so he would yeah. be more attracted to her, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, and he would. But um, it's two interesting characters. Uh, more interesting book this time. This um, is issue number two, so mm-hmm. you can still get in kind of early, and uh, I do recommend it. Yes, enjoy. Now this book right here, Joyride by Boom Studios. I love this book. Okay. Uh, for my independence it. book, it's uh, to me it's a ten. Okay. Um, it's a uh, it's a book with a female lead, nice which is good. good, which is always good. Um, it's a book about going into space. Basically, these uh, to give you kind of synopsis, these uh, people are living on Earth, right? And they've somehow encapsulated mm-hmm. the Earth and uh, the Moon as well. They turned the Moon into like a giant gun mm-hmm. somehow. But they've encapsulated a way where you don't see the stars. Mm-hmm. So they're separating themselves from what's out in space. So the kind of idea is that these guys take a joyride on a spaceship mm-hmm. uh, by working their way out of space due to her relationship with another uh, guy who's mm-hmm. part of a group that, you know, is semi-famous and can get access in different places. But try not to spoil it too much. But the idea is they make it out into space where humans normally don't go. Right. So you get this idea of, you know, fun, adventure, mm-hmm. the cosmos and all that. And it was a fun read. It feels like it's an interesting setup. And I think um, you need to take that one out of four off. And uh, this has the potential for an ongoing. Well, it's got um, a lot of buzz. Um, that's how I heard about it. Um... I didn't see it when I got when I went to the comic shop. It's probably sold out, but uh, no, it's on. Uh, and the A one always fucks up. Okay. Let's be honest. You see, um, right? You see that little bottom shelf down uh-huh. there? I, I always there. miss all the fucking bottom shelf books, bro. I, I make sure I gotta like go out of my way to make sure I look I down there. I always miss that. I was gonna make sure to go down there and make sure I look down always, there. I always, I end up always doing. I do a full walk, right? And I go up to the counter. I'm like. Shit, I thought this and this. Oh, fucking bottom show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they Crazy they always bitch. do that shit. But um, that's where that's where it was. Yeah, I think that's where it was. No, sorry, you missed it because it was a good read. It's all good. It was like it felt like a uh, Empress from the. the I loved week. Empress, so yeah. why not check it out? Like, then? Yeah, I found the alternate cover of that shit too. It was nice. pretty dope. But um, that does it for the weekly wrap up. Um, everybody, uh, make sure uh, you tune in to Game of Thrones tonight. Yep. Um, I would say tune in to Fear of the Walking Dead, but nah. until the uh, until the brother and the old man throw off everybody else, I probably won't think it would be a good show. I'm not even watching it. Like I'm like I watched the first two episodes and I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll probably end up watching tomorrow, but I'm about to watch some Game of Thrones tonight yes, and some sir. Silicon Valley, and apparently even Veep is back. So I end up watching all those shows. You watch Veep? I watch Veep. That shit's funny as fuck. I, well, Julian, people like it. Julian Dreyfus is fucking hilarious. I'm glad you actually put something up. Yeah, she picked something good, man. But um, thank you for tuning in to episode number 17. Yes. Uh, this will be up on SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, and Stitcher as well. So um, you can tune in there. Uh, should be uploaded hopefully by tomorrow. Yes, If sir. everything goes correctly. Yeah. Yes, sir. I don't know. Maybe. It depends on how my job goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But it's thanks for good. tuning in, and we are out of here. Peace out. Peace.